Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I lace the boots up, it's straight to the door Cause this is worth fighting for I get my head right, the heart's gotta follow Whisper a prayer like there ain't no tomorrow Take a breath, and I exhale slow I wasn't made for this kind of cold This ain't the kind of place that you wanna know These are the elements I'm telling you bro This world, it's up in my grill This world, 
It's shooting to kill. This world always gotta be stealing my heart. This world always trying to rip my family apart. I'll fight the elements. I'll fight the elements. I got spirit, I got faith. I might bend, but I won't break. I'll fight the elements. And I'm a go down This ain't our home, nah, not even close They camouflage like we fighting some ghosts You start to doubt everything that you know I feel the heat and it's starting to show They try to break us, break us, make us wanna give in Lay down our arms, novocate us again Lay down a fight, I could never relent And I'ma take it all the way to the I'll end I'll fight the elements I'll fight the elements push me to the fence and then I end up on top of it if I'm not careful to recognize what is pushing in open my eyes to these elements stand up and rise to these elements I'm willing to fight willing to fight the elements Not really, because OBS is still, OBS doing, is its thing. still doing its little bitchy thing. We love OBS oh so much. Lord, you've got to be kidding me. Right, so it, welcome back yep. again to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriot. So what's going on, fuckers? Uh, as soon as we get back in here, I know you guys can still hear us. I know it's a little weird. It's just the way I got the soundboard set up. Yep. Whatever. Weird shit. Good. We do this every night. Play this little dance. With um, OBS. OBS is going to play their games. I'm going to play mine. We love live broadcasting. There we go. I Excellent. I think. Good enough. No, we still have problems. Whatever. 
because of course, because he had to launch an update. Let it warm up. All right. Anyway, so uh, tonight, yes, we do have. Uh, we will be doing another broadcast. A we, second we're gonna, one. We're going to shut everything down, and we will come back live fifty minutes prior to the State of the Union. So, well, about eight thirty, maybe. <clears throat> um, I really don't. Other than listening for having to drink and do other things, I, I don't really plan on listening to Joe too much because I don't think he's going to tell us something we haven't already heard. Yeah, I already know what he's going to say. Because I already, already saw the speech too. So. But yeah. Anyway, tonight though, prior to that, we do have a guest with us. Yep, Jeremy Sladen from uh, Jay Slay. He's got a, actually a show on Rumble, maybe some other places as well. So, um, so you know him from Rumble. Um, or yeah, I actually I I watched does he his have Apple. I don't know. Probably I don't know, but I know well, I, I watched of, him on Rumble. Okay, yeah, yeah. But anyhow, right. um, but uh, you know, at the the end of last night's show, we got into um some of the uh, God stuff, as we'll call it. Yeah, we we'll get into that. And then after the show. We got into a lot of that. Shit got dark. It really did, y'all. It's for her. It's um, yeah. Um. So anyway. Anyway, without this any one the wrap, further, but let's let's bring Jeremy in to talk further to us. ado. Because uh, we must how you bring doing, Jeremy? In. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Welcome, sir. Good. Yeah. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. So wait a minute. I understand that you used to be a baseball player. Yeah, right? I did. Got a little memorabilia behind me, but uh, it's it's been a while. It's been about ten years, but yeah, I did. I play. I played a little bit. Yes. Who who'd you play for? Uh, college at Georgia Tech, and then I was with the Phillies organization for seven years, and unfortunately, uh, minor leagues the whole time. So lots of uh, late night bus rides across the country, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, but played up to AAA. There was a. Uh... Uh, he wasn't a starter, but he was a relief pitcher. I went to, um, I had to go to uh, prior. If I don't know what religion you are, I don't, it's okay, not really it any purpose. <laughs> anyway, I'm a Catholic, but to get married prior to your first time getting married, you have to go through this thing they call pre cana. And uh, I went through this thing with a Phillies pitcher. And I'm trying to remember his name. I believe his last name was Green. I don't believe he was a starter. I believe he was a. That was no, a long time ago. This though, was 1994. Yeah, that was that was a solid. Like, four. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, that was like the Darren Dalton, Lenny, Lenny Dykstra kind of Phillies era, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, you know that I was I was a hitter, and back then I was only I wasn't even paying attention to pitchers at all. I was okay. a kid, you know. <laughs> there you go. So I'm sorry, man. I wish I knew his name. I, I, I just, I met him and he was, he was cool dude. It was just like, wow, dude, you're like a, you have to go to this too, huh? He's like, yep. I was like, yep. All right. So what, what, what was that called again? I've never heard of that. So the Catholic thing you had to do prior to getting married? The first time, anytime you get married in the Catholic church, as a Catholic, you have to go through a thing called pre-cana. Pre-cana is, especially if you are not a member of the um, parish that you're getting married at, it's just a way that the priest gets to know who you are and is willing to marry you when the time comes. Because yeah. it's ultimately it's up to him. He can say no, and he can say no. I'm not approving this vow. I'm not approving any of this. Um, Actually, it's funny when we got married. That was he did not go to pre cana for me. Um, I didn't have to. I know that's because we didn't get married in the Catholic Church. Because well, I was too. I was his second wife. Um, uh, but that's okay. I'm still number one in this world. So um, <laughs> you're number one somewhere, babe. But uh, but we we went to uh, we went to a little non-denominational church in North Carolina, 
and the pastor did a lot of destination weddings was on the Outer Banks. And the first question he asked is, said, do you guys live together? He said, no. He said, good. We said, okay. He said, what if we'd said yes? He said, I wouldn't have married you. So what? He said, no, I, I stopped marrying couples that live together before they get married because I found that 70% of them ended up getting divorced in the first five years. So um, whereas people that don't live together before they get married, 90% of them stayed together. Yeah. So yeah, he was like, yeah. I was like, well, that's, that's fine. I and mean, we've known each other our entire lives. So um, I mean, I've been training him since he was 12. So it's not, I mean, I'm invested. I'm not <laughs> you guys have known that. each other a long time. Yeah. His mother was my fifth grade teacher. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> History. <laughs> That's you know, something. It's just one way to a, look at it. A solid foundation. I call it, I call it revenge, but <laughs> oh, no, everybody <laughs> calls it something different. That's what your mother calls it. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> what have I got myself into tonight? <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of fun actually. Um, and some craziness as well. If you see the picture behind us. Um, I do. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But, uh, so tell us about yourself. Cause, um, we, we, I know we haven't actually met before, although I'm sure, you know, we yeah. probably share a little bit of a viewing audience as we tend to talk about the same things. Yeah, we think so. Yeah. Thanks for uh, giving my show a little plug. You know, more recently I've become the, the founder of a program called warrior MBS stands for mind, body, and soul. And it's meant to get guys, um, back in shape, meant to give them a personal reset, get back in shape. Let's get in competition. So it's 70 days of a competition that inc includes fitness. It includes some mental training to get our mental clarity back. Um, and then also a spiritual component as well. Um, so it combines those three things. Cause as, as a, as an athlete or as a, you know, I was in sales for a long time, whether you're talking business or sports, if your physical body is dragging or mentally you're foggy or spiritually, you just feel off kilter. Um, any one of those things can pull down the entire machine. Right. And these days with the attack uh, that's leveraged against men from like all angles, I just felt like, you know, I, I'm doing this podcast, which is at J Slay USA, which is what you mentioned, but it wasn't making me money, you know, and it's like this, this is my part of the freedom fight, but I've got to support my family as well. So I wanted to find a place or, or do something that was unique to me where I could give back and also uh, press forward in the fight for freedom, uh, but do something that not everybody else could do. So that's, that's Warrior MBS. You can find that at warriormbs.com. Uh, but that's, that's right now. So you said, tell me about, uh, or tell you about well, myself. I, I really yeah. like that. I have to say, and sorry to interrupt, but I say all the time, I mean, I tell our audience all the time, you're, you are only as strong as your weakest part, your, your mind, right. your body, and your soul are your three parts. And you are only as strong as your weakest part. So you need to not just focus on one, but I mean, you need to focus on, on all three. Um, yeah. you know, all of them are equally important. So, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll give you one other reason why I launched the program. Um, cause it was more in depth than just, Hey, you know, my podcast isn't making money. What can I do? I've been traveling, going to freedom events, speaking publicly, you know, really getting out there and trying to do it. And, and every event that I went to, I saw 70% women that were smart about the issues that knew how to, you know, get in front of school boards and talk and all that. And, and it was great. But I was like, where, where are the men, especially men that are of high net worth, you know, guys that that really may be uh, pretty, pretty socially affluent. Those are the guys we really need um, to get in to get involved, to make a difference, to throw some elbows. And what I found was this. Most of those guys only knew how to take risks if it meant advancing their their bank account. Um, some kind of security in their life. It was all about protection, safety, security and getting more wealthy and getting more affluence. 
all those things are fine, but this was a new starting in 2020 was a new kind of challenge. It's like, this is the first time that this, this generation of men, you know, 60 years old and younger have been challenged to where a risk that to, to, to save their future for their kids and grandkids meant possibly losing income, possibly losing their job in order to stand up and be strong. And, you know, got, there, there just weren't many guys out there like Mike Lindell. I use him as, as an example mm -hmm. because he had a lot to lose. Right. Um, but what happened is because he took that step and was brave, like every podcaster out there, that's a freedom fighter began to sell his products. We just, we cut out the middleman and look, yeah. And, and then look at this bed, bath and beyond. They're about to go out of business. Right. So who's getting the last laugh? Well, at, this, at the same time though, um, I, 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 I do disagree at some level because, um, there are, a, there is another branch of this. And granted, I, I get it. We're probably never going to go anywhere. That's fine. Our little 25,000 people that we reach on a nightly basis is good. It's a good, wholesome number, whatever. I get it. We're not going to pull in to it's 3 organic. million. It's real. Gotcha. That's fine. But the 25,000 that we've got, they come back every night. They don't miss. And they're, they're that 1%. Like, it was really funny because I blame this. And what I'm getting to is that I, I kind of blame this on the men that exist today. And screw you and, and your wealth. I got you. That's a worry for you. But what's your wealth going to be worth if there's nothing else around your house? I, a, a friend of mine asked me once, he said, why are you doing all this to your yard? He said, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. I think it looks awesome. He said, but why are you going through all this trouble? He said, if my house is burning down and that person's house is burning down and that one's burning down across the street, who gives a shit if your grass is green? I never thought about it that way. Think about it. When the world's burning down, if you've done nothing to step into the breach or step to stop the fire, what are you, what are you worth? And I look at that and I look at these guys, especially ones you just talked about, the affluent guys where, oh, well, they have so much to lose and everybody patty cakes them and makes these huge excuse for why they're not doing something more. However, you look down at somebody like us, we don't give a shit. We've put everything we've got savings into this and it meant buying computers and shit. I didn't even know about because yeah. fuck that tech stuff. Cause I, <laughs> that is nerd shit that I can't even play on a level with. My kid came in and set it all up. And I said, just tell me what buttons to press. He said, here they are. I said, color code them. So that way I know the beginning, the middle and the end done. <laughs> and that's all I do. Something fucks up. Kid, get in here. Yeah. He's <laughs> right now he's in practice. But I, I, I mean, where are the guys that are, I, I don't understand how I, I get it that they're, they're willing, they're not willing to take a risk. That's fine. Monetarily fine, but you can do a lot more than mon than just monetary. I, fine. You don't take the risk. You don't have to be the front for the risk. Give it to somebody else. Find one of these podcasters, find yourself, for instance. Why isn't anybody individually, like I've had a ton of guys reach out, say, hey, I want to help. We don't want the money. That's our thing. I don't want the money. I don't want any of that. I don't care if you want to be a silent investor. I don't care. I don't want the money. I'm not going to take it because I do this because this is what I can do right now. Because yeah. the other thing I can do right now isn't what we want right now. Because a lot of people would be very, very scared if I was doing what I want to do right now. I, so I know. 
I, I'll just go ahead and stay talking behind a microphone because as long as I'm talking, I'm not doing the other thing. Right. It's when I, I, start I, I probably thing. understand uh, very clearly what you mean because I feel the same thing. And I'll say I must have misstated what I was saying because I don't hear the disagreement. I, I'm right with you. I'm angry. I'm actually pissed off at those guys um, okay. that they're not stepping out, being bold. Right. They, they have no courage. So that's my problem. Um, you know, but there's there's a there's three kinds of people at this point, especially three kinds of men. I feel like you've got your sheep, which I'm, I'm past it. I, I'm not even trying anymore with them. Then you've got guys like us who are willing to get out there and take the hits, you know, do whatever, but we're going to, we're going to say, we, we feel that we need to say to save this country for our future, especially. Then you've got these, I feel like they're sleeping lions. Like they, they might've kind of played the fence. They, they, they just haven't known how to engage yet. They really need to see people like you, people like me, put ourselves out there. People like Mike Lindell that were willing to risk, really, really, really willing to, um, to show them the model for how to do it. Because, I mean, it's unfortunate, but having those guys get bold and speak up, I'm not saying that we have to have them, but it would sure help to have that kind of money um, to be invested, like what you're saying, to be invested, to put behind people that are willing to do it. And they're just, they just haven't been willing to sacrifice that. I want them to sacrifice some of their affluence. I really do. And, and I, I don't even say fuck them. I don't want the money. I, I The clout would be all we need. If we can get the platforms, we can get people to talk to where we can get the message out. I think that's the biggest part. And those people, and they don't even necessarily have to come in with a knowing partnership involved in it. That's something that's always blown my mind. You don't have 90% of these events you can get in as a private stakeholder and you don't, nobody has to say anything. They don't even need to know you're involved. I never understood that. Could never understand why more of these, and, and, and you talk to them all the time. I've been to a bunch of events and I've asked them, well, what more can you do? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm already risking. I was like, yeah, we're risking everything we've got. Plus whatever we, I mean, little we have. He left literally has a, a military retirement. You know, he's a hundred percent disabled. And I yeah. go out and rail against the government two hours a <laughs> I mean, night and I'm just waiting for them to come by and take that. You know, that's our mortgage payment and our electric bill and our, you know, our water bill. And we don't give a fuck. You know what? Cause God will provide if whatever happens, it's it's not up to us. We figured out yeah. a long time ago that we're on we're on a roller coaster, and and right now we're just praying and doing what we can to get as many people on that coaster uh, with us as we can because the rest of them are lost. Yeah. Well. Well. You know, like the in the movie Braveheart, when William Wallace is talking to Robert the Bruce, and they're kind of talking about this very thing. Why don't more of the nobles get involved in all this? And Robert the Bruce says, like, I forget exactly what he says, but 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 William Wallace looks at him and he goes you know, men don't follow titles, they follow courage. Yep. And there's a reason you guys have 25,000 viewers per night. I mean, I think I heard you correctly. That's yep. pretty darn big guys. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> you're to be commended for that, but I think they're following your courage platforms, uh, platforms. So, um, our friend Josh over at the red pill projects was kind enough to host us on his channels as well. So he's a much bigger show than us. Um, so, I, uh, you know, he, he puts us out on his channels too. Yeah, so well, we've regardless, that's a lot of eyeballs. And, you know, it's, we are, we are grateful that we have that many people and we feel blessed that we have that many people that, that tune into us and, and listen to us. But if it was, it was 25, we'd do the same thing, you know, I think I would still do it. I mean, it it, it wouldn't matter. You know, I I mean, we love all of our listeners, like so many of the people in the chats and mind you, most of our, um, 
Twitch channels got burned, like all three of them in a row. In, in the last two in, weeks, like in, literally in, in the last, yeah, yeah last week. Um, like so deplatformed or what do you mean they got burned? Oh, they yeah, got they, burned. They, they got, got completely and they won't let me canceled. A, they and... won't let me appeal. Um, so we're, we're actually broadcasting on our friend Justin's channel, who's no longer with us. And we've been keeping his channel alive uh, since last summer, since he passed away. So they haven't put the um, two and two together yet. So yeah. we're hoping they don't for so, a while. Okay. But our, but our, all of our audience from our, Twitch channels, you know, they all came over to to Justin's channel. And, you know, even though that's a harder one to get into, it's more verification, whatnot. Um, I mean, I'm watching the numbers go up on the screen as everyone's joining in because there are family. And that's that's the point. You know, so many of the people in here I I text with. If you if I look through my phone, the last five texts are from someone Listeners. that's currently in the chats. Um, you know, and our emails too. You know, I'm I'm in I've had what 12 or 14 emails going back with, with uh, in the last 24 hours with another one of our listeners. We're family. We help each other out. We may not have always met in person. Some of them we have, but it, it doesn't matter because, you know, they so corrupted that phrase. We're all in this together, but really, <laughs> some of us are. Yeah. <laughs> Without being. Yeah. And I apologize. The, the, there's a lag on the video, so if I'm reacting slowly, it's just because I'm trying to trying to keep up. It's OBS. It, it's stupid. our OBS. It sucks. They did that update, and it doesn't like to play with Streamyard anymore. I might actually have to shut it down again because it's going back into the 30s. In you know, it's, it's funny you said that about them corrupting that phrase. I was just I was doing an interview last night. And it, that, that thing came up about, and it was more from the liberal hive mind perspective of every slogan they come up with. I mean, whether it's systemic racism to we're all in this together on the vaccines. I mean, I remember with the George Floyd thing, just how ridiculous it was when like, here I am in Tennessee, just minding my business, like out in the yard playing with my kids. And all of a sudden, like that news hits, right. About uh, you see that video 8 million times of uh, Derek Chauvin and, and George Floyd. And the, the, like by the next day, it was like, the slogan was like, this is on all of us. This is on all. It's like, it ain't on me. We don't, we don't even know what happened yet. You know? And it's like, everything they did was trying to create this, this communal hive mind. You can't think for yourself. Do not look into it. Just listen to what we have to say. But there, there is like with what you guys are doing, what I'm doing, we are trying to create a community of independent thinkers that are acting as a force together. But it's, it's, it's kind of a confusing thing in your mind. Cause like, I don't want to be like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And you know, there's so much. Oh, oh, hold on one second. We've got to shut this down again. Cause okay. it's doing you know stupid stuff um, again, but we can still talk. We can still hear you. Just stay with us. Yeah. So all right. It's just going to blank us out real quick. Yeah. We'll be right back. It's a stupid <laughs> program. I can't stand it. I, I see what you're looking at now. Now I know yeah. why you were like, why isn't he, what, what is he doing? Oh, okay. Now I get it. This stupid program. I can't stand it. I know. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we can hear oh, you. Yeah, yeah I mean, sorry, sorry. As I felt like I probably looked like a freaking idiot because you were coming in so slowly. <laughs> no, no, it, I, I didn't realize it was that bad. But now I'm looking at him like, holy crap! It's yeah, it's in the 30s. We gotta yeah. reset this again. Because you need me to log out or anything? No, no, you're, no you're good. You're a separate program. Yeah, you are good. I'm gonna have to shut some shit down over here. Um. Mm. Keep talking. Why don't I'm, you go ahead and? And I'm play that. All right. Well, I was going to say, you know, I, I think right, the evidence that. of the fact of of that we are an independent thinking community is the infighting that's going on right now. I mean, I look at 
And I wonder how many of them are controlled opposition, to be honest. Um, people like Dr. Robert Malone and even Ryan Cole, who went after Dr. Astrid at that conference um, in, I think it was Switzerland or Sweden last week, uh, got up on stage when it wasn't even his turn and shut her down. You can't talk about graphene oxide. There's nothing in those vials. Mm. I mean, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. It makes you wonder what's their agenda. Um, but the in, the infighting, because we all have the same, we all see the writing on the wall. We all see what's coming. We we're just not all taking the same path to get there. Yeah. And, and, you know, those of us that are on the same path, sometimes we're pushing each other out of the way to, to get there faster. And I'm telling y'all, you don't want to get there faster because it's not a good ending. It, it, I'm sorry. It's really not. Do you, do you feel that, that the ending that the globalists are striving for that we're fighting against is inevitable? No, no. Okay. I feel the ending that God is about to bring us is inevitable and that ain't pretty. I think yeah. that's a, it's an ending that we had a choice to. I think we lost the choice. I think the choice was given to us and we frivolously just threw it to the wind. And I mean, you can't ignore, what did we just see the other night of the Grammys? I mean, did anybody else not see the horns and the red and they're walking around in satanic worship? Yeah, you used to you had to like go down a rabbit hole to try to figure out what these people really believe. Now it's like an open bear cave. They just they, they don't care anymore. They're like, here, yeah, we're, we're Satanists. Here, here it is. It's right there in your face. It's like, hey, we can't make this any more in your face. Like, I'm going to put it in front of your face and you're going to like it. and Nobody's going to care. And if it's happening anyway, doesn't matter. It's all good. Well, well you know, the, the other part of that is, you know, people say like kind of what you're saying. Um they're putting it right in your face. You know, we're watching it because we're just like, can you believe that they're actually doing this? That's the only reason you and I watch it, or maybe we're using it to expose their agenda, right? But the truth is, they're getting fewer and fewer and fewer viewers. Um, and you know, you could say this about lots of categories. Disney, they're they're losing customers, like all, and you wonder, okay, then why are they doing it more, right? But that points to this whole cabal controlled like trillions of dollars at their disposal putting money into initiatives rather than actually caring what the people want so that that's a very interesting thing that I, I've, I've thought is like you know they're losing money they're not really acting on the free market they're getting money put into them from world economic forum interests rothschild interests like these big global bankers um and it's it's a new dynamic and i've talked to a lot of american businessmen that are just now starting to understand this is a this is a new uh, a new fight so do you think we're going to bankrupt them out is that the the way ahead is to go after all their money i mean i mean well, it, but, but what i'm saying is it won't be because we stop watching like you know the new york times for instance is so just ridiculously bad and dishonest on purpose, yep. but like, it doesn't matter how many subscriptions they lose. They're getting funded from the top down. Yep. So what do we do to that? You know, I think if we all just stop paying, like if everybody stops, you know, subscribing and all that, that would be a good thing. Just um, kind of see what happens type thing. Let's see what happens just for shits and giggles. Let's just see what happens. Everybody stop paying on this date. Yes. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, well, you kind of, it almost happened with Disney, you know, Disney plus lost. Yeah. I don't know how many, like, I think, I think it might've been into the billions, but they definitely lost uh, maybe a million people subscribing within a period of like two months when stuff really began to be exposed. I'm thinking like six months ago. 
And it was funny because I, I posted a meme about it on Facebook about how many customers they'd lost. And I got fact checked. Like they, they're, it means Facebook is looking out for Disney. And I wasn't even making a political statement. I just said how many customers they'd lost. And I showed some little graphic and they, they called it false. So it's funny how they all protect each other. Right. Um, um, I forgot where I was going with that now. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. Because I just posted just uh, today. I posted one about uh, income, um, income tax uh, and that a person has to pay their um, federal income tax. Now, it was really weird because I got fact checked on it and I said, well, technically, there's not a law. I just went, looked. there's no law. There's no law that says you have to pay a federal income tax. There's a law that says you have to pay a state income tax. There's no law about you paying a federal income tax. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And they fact checked me on that. No, there's a law that every person has to pay their fair share in income taxes. They Not, probably even use the words fair share too, right? <laughs> yep. Not on the fact that I said that there's no such thing as a federal income tax. They just lumped it all together, said, no, you have to pay taxes because they don't want you to find out that technically you don't have to pay federal income taxes because there is no law covering it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I, It's amazing. The links they'll go to, to protect their narrative and their narrative. It, it's, it, it's funny. Like the globalists, have this narrative that all has to fit together, even though I think so much of it is a farce, but they have to protect each other. And that's why, have you guys ever interviewed uh, Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower? No. Never right. he's, a, he's a great one. He gets into mm -hmm. this about the, when they decided, like like uh, Facebook, Meta, all the YouTube, they all had had come up with this algorithm for fact-checking in back, back in like 2012. And they yep. called it like machine learning fairness and how they were going to implement that structure in order to protect these narratives that they considered like holy, like the narrative, right? Not, not based on truth, but based on what they needed to be, uh, what, what was in everybody's mind. But when you look at the like underbelly of history and the things that were not taught in schools, there's an amazing like uh, connective tissue to all that as well. Going back to the Titanic, the Federal Reserve, JFC, JFK's assassination, 9-11, mm -hmm. covid the, the, the election subversion, like all of that stuff fitting together. And they so badly, they're desperate for us not to put the pieces together. And I think that's why they come after these ridiculous type posts like mine about Disney or yours about the federal income tax. And these, the, the damn artificial intelligence is so good. It's so solid that they're able to cover. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm amazed by how much they're able to cover. Can, can you imagine I'm telling you they hooked Alice up? How, how many tweets do you think goes across Twitter? And let's just say an hour uh, from eight o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock in the morning, just an average, just just a ballpark. Who even knows? I mean, it's how many users do they have? Do they have, do they have like a billion users. How many users? Uh, yeah. Did we ever get an actual count? Because between the robots and <laughs> what came out from I mean, because there hasn't been an official count. I don't think I don't think. Um, Elon bots, came out bots said, put out tweets too, and they're still there, so they still count. I don't know. I, I bet it's like about a billion tweets within an hour. Mm -hmm. I bet there's at least. Uh, a I, bet, I bet you're right because there's people that stay on that thing all day long, and they just yeah. they tweet their whole life. That's all they do. They're walking around just like this. Yep. My son's one of them. I keep smacking him in the back of the head every time I check. Yeah, you got to get a handle on that man. Smacks his phone off his head. It's freaking hysterical. But. Imagine, imagine we just all of a sudden one day there was just, just the robots tweeting. Just the robots tweet. What do you 
Like just, just one bots. day, everybody else didn't tweet for 24 hours and only the bots tweeted. We would know exactly how many bots were left on Twitter if everybody just decided, hey, this day we're not tweeting. Why? Because only the bots are going to tweet. Yeah, and that, would, that would be awesome. I bet, I bet if we did that, you'd see like the White House and Joe Biden would be tweeting that day. <laughs> I was going to say that Kamala Harris. I was going to keep and going. A Chinese spy balloon. Yep. And you're going to hear every right and left outside outlet still tweeting. Yeah. Uh, you're going to mean by outside outlet. I mean, like you're going to hear Bongino's group. You're going to hear all these other people that you thought were good. And then you're going to find out, oh shit, why are they still tweeting? We all said we weren't going to tweet. Nope, it's all bots. Wait, you're a bot too? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many walls inside a fourth wall breaks would happen that day alone? Holy shit. Those are all bots. <laughs> Everybody be sitting there going, these are all bots. This is craziness. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I hear what you're saying on Bongino. I hope that that's not true, but I hope it, it's not. I'm not saying it is. Bongino. I it's love Bongino. Joke. Don't. It's a running joke on the it show. Is. Well, you know, th that's a it's a the reason why my heart like sinks is because here's the thing that's happened to me is I've as I've really awakened in the last couple of years. I'll hear things that I think are crazy, and it's like, man, if that's true, that'd be really disappointing. I but but I, I don't accept it, I don't believe it. Then about six months later, I go further down the rabbit hole, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, like, it's true. And I continue to be disappointed. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't, I, I've heard some things. I have never gotten confirmation at it, at the, supposedly at the Patriot Awards. Uh, he said some rather disparaging comments to a couple people in earshot of other people. And uh, they were not very good, very, would look bad for him. I've never gotten confirmation of that. I don't know if it's true. I don't really care. I've always questioned because he was one of those guys during the initial thing. I mean, I'll give him this. He never said go out and get the vaccine. However, he did talk about how he went out and got the vaccine. And now he's talking about it, how it's the worst thing he ever did. I get yeah. I understand. Well, That's looks horrible. Like he's about to die. It, he doesn't That's... look good. And he's actually gotten a lot of surgeries just recently, which I thought yeah. was weird. But it doesn't it doesn't change my general all overall he's a libertarian we never really saw eye to eye i just agreed with what he was talking about and there were things that he was discussing and we seem to know a lot of the same people and it makes me laugh because it's like i get the information the same time he does and we're dropping the same information at the same time and just like let's see who can get this out first and i just have a later show so i sound better that's all it's <laughs> about i've got a later show than he does he puts his show out in the morning i put mine out at late at night i got a little bit heads up on him. <laughs> there you go sucks yeah. but um, either way all right do me a favor though and play this first clip jeremy i want you to see this too our our friends over at uh anti-degeneracy clips and news over on instagram put this one together and uh you're sharing it over here I know, already. I, I got to i gotta bring it up okay we can show yeah that everybody's gonna be able to hear it too you shared it that i know i know the right I way the, i did okay. it the right way good i know that's what i planned on that's what i was hoping for um transgenders himself on a number of occasions mm -hmm. um I, I think you know just just a little phrase uh, jesus is lamenting over jerusalem longing to gather jerusalem as a mother hen gathers her chicks mm -hmm. um, i think jesus um transgenders himself on a number of Wait, wait a minute. He transgenders uh -huh. Jesus transgenders. This himself. is what a priest is saying in church. Mm. Mm. All right. I 
I, I disagree, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, to put it mildly, right. I disagree. I, uh, I, I wholeheartedly disagree and I'm a Catholic. Yeah. Holy well, crap. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a Catholic, um, but I, I, I'm going to read a quick scripture real quick because I think it applies to everything that we have said from the beginning of this conversation to now, including when you disagree. You, we actually didn't disagree, but you said, I'm going to push yeah. back on that about the men um, because they're, they're freaking cowards. And, and I, yeah. I agree with you. Revelation 21, 8. But to the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. You know, there's a difference in us doing things wrong. I've been sexually immoral in my life. I've lied in my life. I've done a lot of those things that are on that list. I've been a coward before. That is not where I am today. And it's not what I'm striving for in my life. Those aren't my gods anymore. A guy like that priest that is right now making a living telling lies. I mean, he's, te he's telling lies about Jesus himself. And, and I mean, that's what he's pursuing. A guy like Klaus Schwab that is deceiving the entire globe on purpose and knows what he's doing. Those businessmen that know that they should stand up for truth, faith, and freedom, but they choose to cower behind their white picket fence and their money and say, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to answer any questions. I just want to do me. Those are the cowards. And, and you know, th they need to read these scriptures because it really matters. Uh, but yeah, that stuff, it burns me up to see a, a, you know, a priest saying ridiculous crap like that. That's, you know, it's an abomination. That's all it is. Yeah, we stopped going to church when the priest got up and, and told us um, that uh, unvaccinated people were a disgrace. Yeah. And we should all be ashamed of ourselves and that uh, yeah. if we didn't go out and get the vaccine, we were going to burn in hell. And I got out, got up and walked out in the middle of church with my heels clicking. And I was as loud as I could. Yeah. I mean, it's back in the heel right back down. Nope. Sorry. Not you know, when I, you're not disconnecting me from my creator. Absolutely. Yeah. And when, when, um, you know, for me, like being a ball player, what would it be like to play on a team where the coach actually hates you? And the coach actually is not trying to help you win the game. And I, I'm not trying to smear all Catholics, but I would say when the Pope, the head of the Catholic Church, is doing and saying the kind of things he is and locking arms with these globalists and slowly but surely, you know, becoming just one of them, if he's not one already, 100%, I, would, I have a very difficult time. Uh, I would have a very difficult time being in the Catholic Church with that guy as the top of that pyramid. You know what I mean? Well, well, oh, the, no, no, the no. church is is one of many antichrists, and and the Vatican is is first. First of, of all, first of so. all, there's a difference between the Catholic Church and the Vatican. The Vatican. Yeah, Vatican is in and out of itself its own state within the Catholic realm. Right. Whether they're the head of us, that, that's great. He's one leader, six plus thousand miles away that I don't have to worry with here in the United States of America, because guess what? He does TT to me here. He can barely touch me. And I'm glad he's running his neck over there. He's going to get his. We don't, we don't, I don't identify him as a real Pope. And I don't think many Catholics do. And there's a lot of Catholics that'll tell you that because yeah. they're about sick and tired of this crap. We're, we're, we're sick and tired with that. We're no different than anybody else. We're Christians. We're done with all of this. Why can't you, why, what is wrong with people that they cannot see? I, I, I've said this before and I know people got angry with me, but the people that are meant to see have already woken up. They're already mm -hmm. awake. 
That's we're already fair. talking to them. We're not going to get any more. God said there's only going to be so many of us left. He said 144,000 of us would remain on this earth after to witness everything that's supposed to happen to mankind. So there's only about 144. Uh, I don't know if there's, I think there's more than 144,000, but all he needs is 144,000 from that group. And that's it. I, I just, I don't think we're going to wake anybody else up. I mean, people are slowly coming out of it and they're going, wait a minute. Yeah. The vaccine doesn't work. But then I asked the question, why are you still wearing the mask? Yeah. I was told to bring a mask today to a job. I said, what, no. part, of, what part of the country are you guys in? Georgia. And people Georgia. are still wearing masks around right. there a lot. Oh yeah. Not, not a lot. Oh, it's, it's rare, but I was told to bring a mask. There's with me. one in every store. And I said, yeah, I said, no. I said, well, well, they said, you're going, I, said, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be outside our property. I'm not going to, I work on garage doors. That's what, what I do. I go in, I'm outside the whole time. I never enter your house unless the only way to get to your garage is through your house. At that point, I'll, I'll jury rig another way. I'll figure out another way to get in that garage, then go through your house, especially if you're some NAS Mozzie. I'm, I'm not doing that. Just not doing that. But I got there. This lady's like, do you have a mask? I said, no. Can you put no? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I'm not scared. Yeah, and it, it's also just so invasive for someone else to tell you to cover up, you know, your breathing orifices, for lack of a better word. Like, who are you to tell me to do that? And and there's a thousand studies at this point that prove that it doesn't do it doesn't work. It just no, doesn't do anything. So you're basically, on. you're just you're just complying with their fear to to help them be further deceived. You're actually you're actually harming them by wearing a mask. But exactly. But think about this though. You live in Tennessee, right? You just said you live in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Outskirts of Nashville. That's why you you probably live in the Goodlettsville area. I'm just taking a guess, throwing a stab out there. I used to live there. I know all about Nashville, Second Street. Know all about downtown. Yeah, yeah. I'm other side. I'm I'm more toward Franklin. Okay, I got you. Murfreesboro, that side. You're going south or yeah, west? that's where I grew. I grew up in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Okay, my ex-wife's from Murfreesboro, so there you go. <laughs> I know all about Murfreesboro and why I hate Murfreesboro. Okay. Now, you know why I hate Murfreesboro. <laughs> there you go. James, see that? Look at that. He grew up in Murfreesboro. You guys that's probably went to Tennessee State University together, and didn't he's a you? Little bit younger than say, you. I, I missed you on that. What'd you say? I said you guys probably went to Middle Tennessee State University together, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, I, 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 the baseball thing, Georgia Tech. Good, good, good man. And, and so, he's a bit younger than us. So and, and you know the South. He probably didn't okay. know the cow. You know the South. So you know how people are in the South. Yeah. When I walk up and I, I'm here to fix your garage door, you called me. You want me here to do this. And you knock on the door and you look at that lady and you know she's more than likely 90% of the time, especially down here, good old Southern Savannah. You know, down here in Southern Savannah, they're normally probably a Baptist. So I look at them and I ask them when they ask me, what, why won't you put on a mask? Well, I'm not scared. Why are you scared of God? That stops everything. That corrects the situation completely. They realize at that point, wow, I'm a douchebag because he just called me on my own religion. And Actually, that's something I encourage you and everyone else to try. It actually works a lot more than I thought it did. I thought she was just pulling my leg one day. No, and so I, I just started that. 
telling people, no, I'm not scared. I had these two ladies, these two church ladies that, that used to come to my door every Saturday. They stopped recently, but um, they'd come and asked if they could read scripture with me. And I was like, by all means, absolutely. Um, and this one lady would always wear a mask and the girl that was with her never did. And one day I asked her, I said, you know, you come here all the time and, and, and you, do you know the most commonly used phrase in the Bible? Are you asking you know, me? Yeah. Do you know what it is? The most commonly used phrase in the Bible? Probably John three sixteen. It's do not fear or have okay. no fear. Oh, oh yeah, the, the most yeah. the most stated yeah. for it. Yeah, most, yeah. Most commonly used phrase. Yes. Three hundred sixty five. Yeah. Three hundred sixty five times. times. One for yeah. every day of the year. I said, if God told you to, if God told you do not fear three hundred and sixty five times more than anything else that He said, don't you think that's important? Why are you so afraid? By yeah. having that mask on your face, you are spitting at God. You are telling Him you don't believe Him. You don't think that the most the thing that he said more than anything else, the thing that he told you is the most important thing. You think that's not important. Why are you so afraid? Yeah. She stopped coming. She stopped coming. <laughs> scripture with me. That's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> hey, I want to understand better. Cause I, you know, at a spiritual level, mm -hmm. I understand what you were saying about. You said, why do you, why, why are, I think I heard you right. Why are you afraid of God? No, but, but, said, but, why are you afraid? I said, I have nothing to fear because I have Jesus Christ and God on my side. I have nothing to fear. That's what, okay. Now, now I hear you clearly. Yes. That's okay. what's on my side. I, I, I don't know about you. I get it. I get it. You want me to put on, I'm not going to put on a mask. I'm not afraid. God told me not to fear. Jesus told me not to fear. I'm not fearing anything. But you should be afraid of God. Uh, but that, that's a that's a whole different story. You should be afraid she, of God because I'm sorry, the God of the New Testament, that the, the sunshine and rainbows and and unicorns, the God of the millennial kingdom that's already passed. That God is come. He's come and gone. We done pissed him off. He is so angry right now. God has his own algorithm. Let me tell you that every single time some heinous act like the ones that you you described are performed on this earth, we lose we lose two and a half days. Two and a half days from from what was supposed to be the end. Every single time one of those heinous acts is performed on this earth, and there's a lot of them, it's coming fast. And God is angry. That door is shut. I'm sorry. That's, you know, we tell, we've been saying for a long time, we thought it was getting close or we're not going to wake people up anymore. That time has come and gone. It's done. DeMar Hamlin was our last chance. I, I learned this tonight. This is crazy. This, this came to me. You know, when DeMar Hamlin when he fell on the field, when he died on the field, millions of people around, around the country, around the world, prayed for him. They sincerely prayed for him. They truly asked God, please save this man. And God heard those prayers and he granted them. And there was, you know, I, I thought for a minute, maybe DeMar Hamlin really was dead. And I'm not sure what his status is right now, but I know that the next day after that happened, DeMar Hamlin was alive. And the next day after that happened, after millions of people around this country prayed for him, you know what they did? They went back to doing the same heinous shit they do every single day. They stopped praying. They prayed once. Praying for five minutes does not equate to faith for a lifetime or to save your soul. It's truth. We lost our chance. We failed. Hmm. And that door is closed now. I, I, well, I hope we didn't. I hope we can somehow. I hope the rest of us that are still competent can somehow. Uh, maybe we'll enter the 144,000. I'll say one thing. You guys both seem to have a, a very um, secure and assured uh, understanding of what, what's coming for the end times. 
And, you know, me, when I was a kid, I, because I grew up in church and there was a certain message that was taught to me, um, I would have said, man, I, I understand. I would have probably disagreed with a lot of things you guys are saying tonight and felt very assured in my point of view these days. I, I don't, I don't quite know. I mean, I'll, I'll read the Bible and I'll listen to people that I really trust and respect about scriptures. I just, I don't have that really secure understanding, um, about what, what is going to come next. I just, I want to trust God. I want to do what he's calling me to do. And I feel like I'm doing that, mm -hmm. but in terms of what's going to happen, you know, uh, in, in, in the future and God's plan, you guys seem very assured. I, I'm not so much. Yeah, I, I love know. that. I, I love that point because I had a conversation with a, a priest actually not too long ago about this. Uh, we were sitting there, we were at a barbershop and I, I was talking to him about it and I, and we were saying, and he, he was telling me about, you know, what's supposed to happen? Or I said, where I asked him, I said, honestly, cause I, I know it's like, father, where, where are we at? I was like in the grand scheme of things, where's mankind at, you know, because normally you would think a holy leader would be able to say, yeah, we're like right here. We're ebb and flow right here. We're, we're making our way this oh, way. Did you ask Monsignor? No, it oh, was okay. somebody else that I know from okay. yeah, North. Yeah. Anyway. So he, uh, he said, he was like, well, we're like right here. I said, I, I looked at him and I asked him just one question. I said, does that make any sense to you? I said, with what you see, what's going on TV. I said, if you look around what's going on today in this world, you drive down the road, you read the front page of any newspaper. Is that really where you think we are? Because I look at well, it. Well, like, what did he say? He said, well, we're generally, he said, we're, 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 we're working our way to the thousand, the millennial reign. He said, we're working our way to the millennial reign. I said, I just said that, I said, I looked around and I said, I, I don't know, 7.8 magnitude earthquake on the boob tube. I'm, I'm like, this, is it supposed to be this bad going to the millennial reign? Yeah. Is it supposed to be that bad? Yes. I, I don't, if this is, if we're on our way to the millennial reign, see, I think that time cycle is already come and gone. I think we're past that. I think we're outside past, of the past the millennial reign or past yes. like a tribulation period or what? Correct. So it, we actually, we did a whole uh, five, six hour podcast on, uh, we do a Sunday true spiracy show. Um, okay. and we did, uh, we did a whole deep dive into revelation. We did the revelation timeline. Send me the link, send me the link on that. Uh, I would love to watch it. And, uh, and we went through it step by step and we dissected what it means. And at the end we, we basically figured out like, <clears throat> oh shit, we're, we're, we're already past that point because Revelation actually describes so, two time periods. It describes one time period reading, leading up to the point where Christ returns and then reigns for a thousand years on earth in right. what some people now call Tartaria. And then Satan rules for a short period of time. And then we have the final battle. And after that, it's, I don't know. Well, you said you said it's describing two periods of time. So one of those was all the future. The other one has to be things that have already passed, because obviously when when John, if we agree that he wrote that book, mm -hmm. he yep. was writing to the churches at Thyatira and these mm -hmm. other words. Yeah. Right? We yeah, completely agree. We yep. absolutely agree. You're yep. absolutely right. Yeah. Yep. So in my in my opinion, uh, lowly opinion, you know, that was speaking to real concrete churches that he knew he knew yep. the, of those churches. But it was also painting a picture of end times, in my in my opinion. And yeah, and he talks about. He, hold on, he wasn't speaking things... to the churches. He was speaking to the angel 
at that church. And one of the things he says often in there, if you remember, if you look at it, they speak about earthquakes and floods and several different ones. Were they several different ones or were they just several different points of view of the same one? I don't know. And that's when we started actually looking at what they were, what he wrote in that we figured out that there were different personalities. He, he was basically being possessed and writing it down. And he was writing from different personalities who s- saw the same event happen over and over again. And just from different perspectives, just from different perspectives, because mm-hmm. if you read about the timeline and you actually place it the timeline you can't help but say that this this was only one earthquake this was only one flood this was only one great fire only this one was comment. only one gore one great war one comment and all everything else it's just from a different perspective mm-hmm. hmm. I've, I've not actually heard that before uh that's interesting you know I one thing to lead to- we came at this from with from an entirely like from a conspiracy theorist from point a conspiracy of view. theorist point of view yeah <laughs> That's it's really interesting. Um, you know, like I said, I'm 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 open ended in searching. Um, you know, I definitely am. There's no doubt I'm a I'm a believer, and I know that God has His word. It's just it's it's been confusing for me in more recent years. But what I'm not confused about is that we are in last days. And one of the verses that really speaks to me on this, and I think should speak to anyone, is Matthew 24:37, which says, "As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man." And we know right now there's a t- there's an attack on our genetics, on our genetic code, um, and and a and a deceitful one. I mean, how many of the fact checkers would kick you off Facebook or anywhere else if you even tried to hint that the mRNA vaccines would affect your DNA, right? And 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 they would say it's not. They would say it doesn't affect your DNA. It doesn't cross the bl- the blood brain barrier. It doesn't do any of this. And then over time, we're seeing yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Well, the last time that the genetic, uh, the DNA was under attack in this way to be modified was in the days of Noah with the Nephilim, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 um, the fallen angels saw that the daughters of men were beautiful. They laid with them and there were the heroes of old, right? And, and they were not good people, uh, if you could call them people. But, you know, there was that back then. And then there's this going on today. And it's like that tells me that we're, we're in this place where we're close to the return of the Son of Man. Do you know what DNA means? DNA. No. Uh, Deoxyribonucleic acid. I love doing this. This is my favorite. She gets to show um, how smart she is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to, I saw her face begin to glow. No, Look at the favorite. big brain on Brad when, over when, here. When this, when, when I tell people this, it just, it, it blows them away. All right. Um, dio, dio in, in Latin. Now going back to Latin root words. Uh, Get my I'm notes all. out. Get my, okay. dio is God right? XY is man. Obviously XY is your chromosome chromosomes, right? right? So that's di- dioxy. Ribo is function. Nucleic is inside and acid is fire. So your DNA is God, man, function, fire inside or inside fire. Hmm, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, before we did the, you, the rough translation, the translation, because if you do the rough translation, it actually means um, God. Uh, what is it? Uh, dionucleic uh, dioxyribonucleic acid um, was the message. Uh, it, it's uh, the uh, in, in that case, uh, ribo is a uh, tran- is a uh, translator translate uh, is truth or translate if you take ribo from uh actually the arab from arabic instead of from latin 
uh, ribo is truth or translate. So then it's um, it's uh, God, man, truth inside fire. If you combine, what does that what does that mean to you? Uh, your DNA is the function of God inside of you. Okay, which speaks even more to the importance of DNA, right? So, you don't wanna... so what's so then you ask yourself, what's RNA? And then so RNA, ribonucleic acid. Ribonucleic is, acid is is the translator of or the function inside you. So it's the translator. Um, and then your mRNA is the messenger that brings the message from the truth of the one God inside you. That was the the original translation. If you combine the languages, um, Dio is God. Or, or die is God, oxy is one, um, ribo is truth, and then nucleic acid is inside fire. So that's the truth of the one God inside, inside. inside, inside you. Um, Those are some redneck literary geniuses over there. I love it. <laughs> and then the ribonucleic acid then, is the messenger. Or yeah, the, your, your messenger RNA brings the message from the truth of the one God inside you to the translator and back again, the translator being your RNA. So when you so, change the message, you are literally disconnecting yourself from God at the genetic level, which Bill Gates told us that he was looking to do back in 1995 uh, when he did that presentation to the CIA. And then to the New Talking World about, Order. Yeah, shutting down the VMAT2 gene, which yep. is your God gene. And I believe they found a way to shut down your VMAT2 gene by using this I mean, we, death jab. we we saw we saw the testing genetic engineering. We saw testing of this, and there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, Mick, you're just a conspiracy theorist." Really? What was that dude who was butt naked eating the cop's face down in Miami Beach doing? In 2012, in 2012, when he was testing. a veteran, yeah, and he, what I'm gonna have to look up. He was injected by somebody from the government. He was a veteran. He had gone in. He said he'd been given an injection. And he goes out the next day and he's butt naked on the road, chasing cops around. And he ends up biting a cop in the face and trying to gnaw up his mm -hmm. face. And they ended up killing him on the side of the road. Yeah. There wow. was another dude that went cannibal too, a homeless guy that ate another homeless guy's face. Um, but they were, they started producing the, they started developing this MRNA jab in 2005. They started testing it in 2012, 2012, uh, they initially test these things on the homeless population, drug addicts and soldiers, because they're the easiest. Um, 2012 was when the anthrax three and four came out. That's the antidote to the COVID jab, by the way. Most people don't know that. Um, what, say that. What is the antidote? Anthrax. anthrax. The anthrax or, well, we have somebody who's conducting a study right now because a lot of the guys in the military who've been inoculated with COVID uh, they haven't had a lot of the same reactions that a lot of, especially with the hot doses, they haven't had a lot of the same reactions that a lot of other people have. And right now there's a doctor who thinks that the reason that they haven't had that reaction is because of anthrax. Because they, they were originally inoculated for anthrax. Anthrax is the, when you get that vaccine, it kills everything in your body. It doesn't matter what it is. Trust me, I was sick for three freaking weeks after I got the anthrax vaccine. I had temperatures of 108, 110 degrees. And for three weeks, I was down. And when I finally came back, I mean, it eliminated everything in my body. There was nothing left alive in my body. And since then, I have never, ever been able to get sick. I've been around people. I was a firefighter and an EMT during COVID. And I was around people not wearing a mask at all. And I still have not had anthro or I've never had COVID. Never. Yeah. Never. Not even close. Um, not even a sniffle. But uh, the same people that developed the anthrax vaccine are the same people that developed the COVID jab. 
You know, who, who, who were the, now I've got my ideas on who that was. Who do you say it was? Um, Michael Come Callahan, on. Robert Malone, that, that, whole, that anthrax team, DARPA. they all worked with. Yeah. DARPA. Everything was involved in DARPA. DARPA. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. And you're talking about well, well before Wuhan and, and oh, all right. that stuff. Well, oh, yeah. well before it. Cause when they initially did this, this, this research, uh, at Fort Detrick, and then they moved it to North Carolina with Ralph Barrick, and then Obama. Then he's, Obama started getting heat for it, and he was like, "Before this gets exposed, we need to move it offshore." And so they moved the virus production to Wuhan. They moved the vaccine production to Ukraine. Yeah. Through Rosamond Seneca, we and, already have all uh, the emails. Meta, if, metabiotics if you want that, and all that. that, the Bidens are involved. They've been in the, from the very beginning. This this whole. Do you know what? As you're talking, because you've got such a handle on that timeline, and you know, I'll tell you whether you're watching the pandemic movies, which kind of backdoors some of that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and there's other places, but it's really long and drawn out. Or to get a bunch of emails, you can read those things. But wow, I've got I understand this. And then six months later, one month later, you kind of like you can't really explain it to somebody else because it's too. Uh, it's too much. I would really love to make a five minute timeline video that's graphical, but it really is the kind of thing that would pop and it would stick in your mind of here's where it started. The very first patent that whoever owned. Mm -hmm. And here's when it came to North Carolina and Ralph Barrick. Here's when it went to uh, DARPA and through EcoHealth and all of that. Mm -hmm. But make it so that it's something you don't forget because more people need to know what you know. That's a great fucking idea because so that's that, that white because we did a whiteboard up where I basically pulled up a whiteboard and I did a timeline. I did a, you know, from everything in Dr. Fauci's emails and I only got till April of 2022. And no, I got, you got to April of 2020 or 2021. I'm oh. sorry, 2020. And I had already connected him and Eco Health Alliance and just in emails, just in email traffic that they and, were sending to 20, each other. And, and it was and me. It That's was how we found out about 20 emails. It was aimless mm -hmm. emails that were sending back to each other, like, hey, I just got this test back and it said this. And I was like, wait a minute, you work for you. Oh, yeah, that's when I pieced the 23 yeah. and me. I went and I looked the name up. I was like, wait a minute, you're a CEO. And then I went and found her and through LinkedIn and she's a CEO for 23 and me. So all of our gene, everybody that's done this 23 and 23 and me is owned 40% by EcoHealth Alliance. Correct. And Peter Daszak. And all these other companies that take your, your genes. The Human and Genome they, Project, Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com is owned uh, by the same person that owns Google. Correct. Uh, which directly reports back to the CCP. So all of our genes are being taken here by by free because we're walking in saying, oh, please stick no, that no, thing no, deeper in my free. nose. We pay them. Oh, that's even better. We pay them. We pay them to send our genetic code to China so that they can develop something to kill us. Let me, let me ask you a quick, let's back up for a minute. Cause you know, you guys, I, I I'm in agreement. Like we're, our institutions, even the minds of a lot of good people are so captured, but, but thinking in terms of the big institutions, our government, it, it, they're captured. Right. But we've also talked about Jesus. We've talked about the end times. What, what do you guys see that's next on God's plate? Cause y'all were talking earlier, like it's scary what's coming, you mm -hmm. know, from my tradition, it's like, well, it may be scary for the people who are, you know, left behind or the people who don't accept Christ or what, whatever. I want to hear from you guys. Like, where's this going? Okay. So the rapture is made up by the way, like the, the idea that anybody who truly has faith in God and believes in Jesus Christ and only the people that believe in Jesus Christ, not everybody else that has faith in God, they are magically going to be transported up into the sky before 
God comes back to smite us um, through the son of man, which I don't, the son of man is not the return of Jesus Christ, by the way, that's, that's, okay. that's done. Jesus Christ is not coming back. He's already come back and he's not coming back again. When the son of man, Jesus Christ is the son of God. We are told when the son of man returns, he will t return as the wrath of God. And, and he will smite all the near dwellers humanity. People will survive. Humanity will not. Um, and it, 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 it will not. Be It'll be biblical, so, right? so, so what happened, what happens to you? I, but we have no idea. I mean, what we know is that it's, Hey, at that point, it's in God's hands. I, I will let him deal with it. Okay. Hey, does, does, gonna, does heaven, I'm, does heaven and hell come into play for you guys or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, okay. A thousand percent. Oh, what happens do. to me, my body might die, but my soul is eternal. That, that guy I, right I, back I there. I have no worry about that one. This guy right here. Uh, that is, yeah, it's a picture representation, but I, I completely, no, 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 no. You can't, I've seen way too much. I've, it started for me years and years ago. Okay. When I was a kid, I saw shit. I, I never said anything, kept my mouth shut. Why? Because why not? So fast forward a whole bunch of years. I'm in Iraq. Back then we were going to the shitters in our, wearing our body armor. Why? Because mortars were constantly landing. Literally had a mortar hit right behind the shitters that I was in while I was on it. Man, I went running out there. I must have looked like the funniest sack of shit ever. I hope, I hope the thing didn't fall over on you, did it? <laughs> no, half-ass paper in my hand, grabbing my belt, running out with my body armor and my helmet half hanging off my head, and grabbing myself going, and grabbing the twig and berries going, thank God, looking around, and then realizing that there was a guy in the shitter next to me, and his door was still closed. And he wasn't wearing his body armor. And he was dead in a doornail. Oh. And in the shitter that I was in, <laughs> when I put my ass back on the seat, there was a hole directly where my back should have been. And I had nothing in my arm. There was nothing. I was fine. Perfectly fine. And I said, I went back to the tent. I said, that's not happenstance. There's no way that I don't have a hole in me. Like, I there was felt that time like that you got that shot in the back for that by that AK forty seven. Yeah, I was I I felt like um you remember uh what was his name from uh, Pulp Fiction? Remember when they're sitting there and they go in the apartment, the guy comes out of the room and he starts shooting at him and like he completely misses them. But when they turn around and they look at the wall, he's sitting there. He goes, "See, we should be dead right now." That's the way I, I was completely flabbergasted. I was like, I should be dead right now. You're not invincible. There's no way that that passed right through me and didn't hurt me. You're not invincible. So, so what is so what is that doing for you? Is it, I know it added to your faith. There's no well, doubt about that. Well, it completely added to my faith. It completely added to everything. Well, then fast forward. Uh, we were, this was a bunch of years later and ran into a room and there was a guy that was holding the kid. It was, uh, we were supposed to be there. We were doing some rather bad stuff. And there was a guy holding the kid. And when I went in the room, he threw the kid at me. And instead of shooting the kid, like I would have been all within my rights to do, I didn't, I dropped my weapon and I grabbed him and I turned because he was about my oldest son's age. And I was like, yeah, I ain't shooting you. And I grabbed him and I turned my back and I got shot three times in the back. And the guy coming in behind me shot the guy that was holding the kid. And I had a hole that was that far away. I mean, 
I know it doesn't do much for you, but if you can imagine what a half inch looks like, it was a half yeah. inch from the edge of the plate and it would have gone directly through my lung, would have gone from side to side and cleaned me out. And it hit the plate and I sat there and was just like, that's it. And every, te every test they did after that, shooting a plate from that distance with an AK-47, it went straight through. And, and when you say plate, what are you referring to? What, what? Uh, armor plate. Like yeah. A, Ar okay. Yeah. Body armor. So it didn't, it didn't actually go into your skin at all then? Nope. Never even. And you said you got shot ribs. three times? Three yeah, times. It broke four ribs, five ribs. Wow. Yeah. That's and then there was a time that he had brain surgery and they told me that he'd be dead in five years and that was 18 years ago. Yeah, I'm still alive. So <laughs> Somebody's got a plan for me up there. I just, <laughs> yeah, I believe. I just believe. That's it. It's there. I know it exists and that's it. You can say whatever you want to me. I, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy anybody in conversation about God. I just know he's there and I'm not worried about it. I, this shit can happen to me. I'm, I'm not going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Until he says you will. Yeah. Or I do. That's amazing. Or, you do. Let me, I don't know why I'm asking this now, but as, as you know, you're telling me about your, your military background and I just, this question came in my head today and I've thought about it in the past. Um, but I feel like it's the right, you're the right guy to ask <laughs> Go for it. general Flynn. You know, I, I really like him. I like the things he says outwardly. I do know about the prayer that he prayed at that church. I want to know, you know, you mentioned the words controlled opposition earlier. I want to hear your thoughts on him. And I'm, I'm asking from a, a pure, like, hearted perspective i just want to know what you guys believe honestly in the beginning i think he was okay um and uh i think he's been corrupted um i do he's known general flynn for 40 years yeah i've known it he was a Since liberal you were five years old yeah so my, my dad my dad was a two-star general so i was enlisted uh because i was a dick and i wanted to piss my father off and what better way to do it to a somebody who's an officer than go enlisted. That's what I did. And my older brother was already an officer. So he was good. So he's, I was like, look, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, overall, I, I mean, we've met the guy. He's, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. <clears throat> now sure. I heard about the prayer. I heard about all the crazy shit. I've heard about all that nut shit. And you know, it's funny. I, I heard him. I heard him say something and then turn around and deny that he ever said it. Correct. So he straight up lied. Um, th there's, there's issues that I have with what I've seen and heard. Um, you know, I, I've read all the Q, Q posts. I don't know how big of a Q weenie you are. I don't ever remember We're called Q -tards, thank you. coming out and saying, Hey, I want you to say this prayer after me. Matter of fact, if anything, no. Q always said the opposite. You better be fearful of God. Yeah, no, that's um, that's that's praying to a false idol. That's that was. Mm -mm. I, I I never understood well, the, the that. prayer. The prayer was straight out of you know the Lucius Trust, the Lucifer Publishing Company. Okay, I heard so that. one of one of their leaders uh, from a while back had written down that prayer in one of their books, and I, I researched word for word what he prayed. Now this, you know, I had I had all these people in my Telegram like that knew that I'd I'd interviewed General Flynn, I'd hung around him, and and I. To this day, I respect the work he's doing because like outwardly, he ain't, I, I don't think he's hurting the cause for freedom with 99% of what he's doing. Now that's coming from my limited perspective. Okay. But then I looked up that prayer and it's like, that is a flat out like new age anti-God prayer. And he claimed that it was a Catholic prayer given to him by his mom. It was not a Catholic prayer. No. So I, I just, it just didn't fit. And that's like the one thing for me that's really bothered me. I, I have a question for you because he's not a Catholic either. That's the other thing that really drives me nuts is he said it was a Catholic prayer gave it, given to him by his mom, but he's not a Catholic. He's is, actually, is his mom? 
I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that it's not, but I was just like, wait a minute. That's not a Catholic prayer. I, I can tell you right now, it's not a Catholic. But I have a question now for you because you yeah. brought up General Flint. Your yeah. opinion on Clay Clark. I mean, I've hung out with him a lot more than Flynn. It's, I mean, okay, I'll tell you straight up. I really like him. I, I don't agree with everything that that the people on the stage say, says, but I've spoken at two of his events. You know, he's kind of taken me under his wing in terms of like when I told him, man, I really want to monetize my podcasting. He had me come up for, so in terms of like you said about General Flynn, hanging out with him, not only nice guy, but kind of self-sacrificing, has taken time to spend time with me. But again, like that's that's all I know is the time okay. that I've spent with him. Really quick, I want you. I want you. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not even going to. We're not even going to get into it. But I want you to. I want you to do me a. a get your pen and paper because I want yeah. you to write this down. I'll send him the link. Okay, she's uh, going to tell I'm you gonna, what. I'm she's gonna, just going to send, send you the link. The link. You're going to watch the, the video. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry to 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 red pill you even worse, but you're going to get red pilled again. A good friend of us of ours, uh, Justin. Uh, he's the guy we were talking about before. He interviewed Clay Clark, and I want you to watch that interview. And now, I mind you, we've met Clay a, a dozen times. You've been to his place in Tulsa, kind of with the same thing. Like the first time we interviewed him, like he took was us like, "Yeah, under you know, his wing. under his wing." And then we went out there, and and he didn't remember us. Yeah. Okay. It was like, and then the third time we met him, we went. We went. To, he invited us to his event, um, like the other event. And when we got there and, and he yeah. didn't remember us, he didn't recognize me. I was like, this is the third time we've met. I've been to your place in Tulsa. We, we sat down and talked for like 30 minutes. Your wife and I have the exact same name. You don't remember? You don't recognize me? You don't remember me? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see how that would be annoying, hurtful, like those things, person to person. But Actually, it's no. not not really hurtful. I could give a fuck yeah, less. No, I, I really didn't care, but it was the whole point. I was just like, wait a minute you like personally supposedly sent me an invitation okay and your signature's on it so you had to know at some point you invited me i get it there's a lot of other people here but at some point you had to say hey yeah we should invite this guy too because you know you make a mental note when you invite people you remember who you invited you know especially eventually, to a private event where there's only like 50 people there yeah it, it was like, anyway, it was weird. that's a little odd. It was yeah, weird. It odd. wasn't hurtful. It was just odd. Yeah, I just thought that was weird. But Threw then shortly thereafter, you'll see this video. Okay. And when you see this video, you'll understand what we're saying, because I think you're a pretty level-headed dude. You're going to see everything that happened in there. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll flat out put it to you before you say this. I don't, I don't want to believe whatever I'm going to see, but I, I, but I am willing and logical and truthful enough to take it for what it's worth. But I hope, I hope it's wrong. I know. <laughs> I know you do. I, I just want to prepare you because okay. I, I don't want you to say it's coming from me. I want you to see this for yourself. And I want you to say your own, take your own two cents to it. And I want everybody else. I see you all in the chat. Zip it. Let's just let him make his own decision. Yeah. Let, let me do that. And I, and I, and I want to say this to not only you guys, but your audience as well. Just let me say this real quick. What, what I, what I don't like and what turns me off is like a guy like me, I've had Clay Clark on my podcast, maybe three times, you know, um, mm -hmm. he's always entertaining. It's fun. He brings new information. He's a good guy to have. Right. Um, and people will say that I am controlled opposition or that I'm working for the enemy. Like, and they'll, you know, they'll unfollow me on telegram. They'll say like, you're unfollowed, you're bad news. Like we know where you stand now. I'm like, what are you freaking talking about? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, it's because 
um it, it, stop AOC. stop just just AOC. watch the video I'm, I'm telling you nobody's judging you here they yeah. they all realize where you're at we've done this before this isn't the first intervention but <laughs> when you see it you're going <laughs> to ask a question you're going to come back to us you're going to be like this got to be bullshit and we're going to bring you back on we're going to show you that video <laughs> then we've got more videos to show you and then once we breach that part of the red pill we'll give you the rest it kind of comes as a suppository it hurts at first because it's kind of big but then it kind of slides right in, you know? Yeah. Once we tell you about Pegasus, then it's all over. Yeah. Then it's all, all right. Over. All right. I'll, you know what? I, I foresee this having a third window with clay on it the, the, for the next, the next time. <laughs> it might, it might, <laughs> because you might sit there and go, Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Now I see it. You're holy fuck. And um, CLB, just for clarification, V is the first initial of my first name. Lynn is my middle name. So I go by V Lynn, but, um, Vanessa and I share a same first name, same, same, same first name. So yeah. anyway, anywho, so yeah, we've been dying to try to get to this video. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Oh my God. This is, this is, hysterical. this is the education system in our country mm -hmm. right now. Just in case you're all wondering, this is what we get to look forward to. And because uh, of the 52. <laughs> yes. The four directions on a compass are. No, not if you had to guess. Uh, on a compass. Give me your best guess. On a compass? Yeah. It's going to start over. I hate these Instagram videos when they do that. Yeah, I hate these. Yeah. But this is really funny. This is that guy that's going around doing all these videos where he talks to people in New York City and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just can't hear it. Oh, you can't? Well, I mean, I hear the music, but I... Yeah, they're not talking. ...of the USA was? There we go. George Floyd. Do you know how many states make up the U.S.? 52? <laughs> yes. What the four directions on a compass are? So, yeah, that's like... This guy's been going around. He's been doing this for a while now. Like, the other day, he asked, like... Uh, he used... He did the same thing that like Howard Stern did, I don't know, forever and a day ago. Uh, if you remember, they did the whole um, uh, where he walked around, he used Republican talking points. And he said, would you agree with Joe Biden if he did this? And all this? they did was Republican talking points. All they changed was the name. And they said, yeah, it's Joe Biden, not Kamala Harris. It's not, you know, or it's not Donald Trump. This is Joe Biden. And right. everybody's like, yeah, that's why I agree with Joe Biden. That's why I'm standing. That's not what Joe Biden said. That's what Donald Trump did. And they sit there and they look at him like, oh, I can't believe that. Yeah, well. Yeah. I, I, you know what would be great is, is if he was able to corner like MSNBC anchors when they're not expecting it, like out in the park and do the same thing, like, <laughs> and get, get those people with it. Project Veritas style. Yes. <laughs> no, because that just end up in a fist fight. We saw that happen with the project, with that last dude from Project Veritas. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then we, I, you know, you asked me before about, why I think we're on such a, a bad track. This is one of, this is one of more than one. And this is just one we pulled for tonight because it was on our, our stream of stuff that people sent us. And this is, this is more craziness that's going on in our country. And I, I don't know how many people are aware of this one, but this is going on in school right now. And this is really scary. The gay BCs for babies. Who's trying to buy my baby some books, bro? Look at this shit. A is for Alley, B is for buy, C is for coming out, D is for drag. These are children books, guys. These are children books. 
ML Web, you're disrespectful, bro. My kids are just trying to learn, okay? They're just trying to learn. Why are you writing books like this? Can't they just be kids and learn their regular ABCs? What is going on? That's still for family, though. What is going Equality? Like, we got a lot. Gay? Like, G is for gay. Like, we got a lot going on. <laughs> Non-binary? Non what? what Listen, I bro, they getting... I just I, I don't know what else to say when you have that going on right they're not even hiding it they're 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 putting it out there so everybody can see it it's on blast for everyone it's not just you as you know as a, as a commentator or us as commentators but this is out there it's that's that was in a barnes and noble yeah yeah i got a story on that so so i live in franklin tennessee like pretty conservative area generally if you go to our Target and you go to the, the children's book section of the Target right down the road, it's 30 to 40 percent um, activism that has to do with either BLM or LGBTQ initiatives. And it's from the infants to the five year old section of books. Right. Forty percent. And I'm thinking to myself, this is another example. No one in my community wants to buy. I mean, there may be a small group of people that's fired up about that. They are not making their money selling those books. They have like Target is getting money from these globalists and the, and the book publishers as well. Keep printing it. Keep printing it. It's like the CIA. You know, if you continue to 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 say the message enough, people will begin to buy it. They'll begin to buy it over time. And I and I think part of that's true. And I think that they're also not getting their money from the free market anymore. Uh, yeah, but then the question is, where are they getting their money from? Because I agree, I don't think they're getting it from the free market anymore either. Because it doesn't make any sense. Ninety percent of us disagree with this. Where does all money come from? The U.S. taxpayer. That's what I was. Yeah, wondering. I mean, I I don't know the channels exactly, but I do think the globalist money. I mean, I'm one of those that I do think the Rothschild family is probably the most wealthy family in the world, uh, hidden behind shell organizations and uh, you know NGOs and other other things. But people like that that are very involved and entrenched behind the scenes with the World Economic Forum and ESG scores, I think they are funneling money, knowing because they understand mind control and they realize if like kind of like sitcoms in the 90s, make the dad look stupid always, make the priest or the preacher a bad guy, kind of a cloak and dagger kind of guy, always. Um, and then and then uh Put a, put a gay person in the romantic spot in every single show. Just keep doing it. And now, if you don't do it, you're considered like, you know, it's offensive if you don't have that in the show. So I, I think that they've got this game done. It takes about a decade. Yeah, they, where they chip ten, away, yeah, ten years. chip away at our rights just a little bit. You want to know what's you want to know what's going on? Look at movies and TV shows from ten years ago, and that's what's going on today. I went and saw a news yep. report just the other day. I just saw this news report the other day. It was on Instagram. It was a news report from 1980, okay? This was from, I want to say Tennessee, actually. Eastern, okay. part, eastern part of Tennessee, more towards Knoxville, not towards Nashville. So these are more in the hills. So you got yeah. more of the redneck kite type crowd. Anyway, long story short, and I don't have a problem saying it because it is real and they were cool, but it was the whole point that, well, that this commercial or while this air this this point is on tv they were talking about people and drinking and driving in 1980 mm -hmm. how okay. it was now going to be illegal to drink and drive and they were interviewing people outside of a convenience store and they were walking out opening a six-pack getting into their car with an open beer 
And they were like, man, this is crap. This is an infringement of our rights. I should be able to drink and drive down the road if I want to. And there was another lady that was interviewed and she's like, you know, this is crap. They told us that now we have to wear seatbelts. The next thing you know, we're not going to be able to drink and drive. Before you know it, kids are going to have to sit in the back seat. What am I supposed to do? I only have a two seat truck. (laughs) Dude, I never even knew that drinking and driving was on the table as far as being legal or not. Like this is news to me. Oh, yeah. You got to go watch it. It, w- it was mind blowing because in North they Carolina, they still have drive through. They still have drive through beer stores and um, called the Brew Through. They're pretty fantastic, actually. And um, and they have uh, drive up by uh, the frozen like daiquiri. frozen slushy, yeah, yeah, frozen daiquiri, flo- frozen slushy stores. And you literally you get a frozen mixed drink um, in in a cup with a straw. And now don't drive it. Don't drink this till you get home. Right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> that that's last year okay (laughs) but in 1980 this is the way they were talking it sounds like today holy crap we're gonna have to wear seatbelts now we're gonna have to take a vaccine look how far we've come since 1980 holy crap that's 30 years ago it's a little different you can take the seatbelt off you can't take the vaccine out i was about to say you can't take the vaccine out you take the seatbelt off but yeah no yeah that's an amazing picture what's going on today no doubt about it except way further along obviously Yeah. You know, something you said, though, I haven't watched this yet, but it brought it to mind. HBO has this new show out. This kind of wraps up everything that we've talked about in the show. I think it's called The Last Days. Have have you heard about this HBO show called The Last Days? No. Um, I think Lindsay in the chat sent it to me earlier. Um, Maybe. Maybe it was Lindsay. Uh, Might have been Tara. Anyway, um, it's on HBO and it's uh, it's a post-apocalyptic dystopian future. Okay. Is this the one that it just all of a sudden starts like there's no real backstory yeah, to yeah. it? Yeah, we just, don't know how the world ended, just yeah. shit ended, okay? And um and there's one guy and you know, he's trying to self trying to he's trying to live. He's trying to survive. And again, I haven't watched this. I'm just I read the summary. And um some other guy, I think his name's Bill, shows up at his place and he has to make the decision to trust him like the last two men on earth. And what happens? They fall in love. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I should have been. <laughs> of course. Oh, Lord, of course. Oh, are you kidding me? Of course. End of the world. And two guys are going to just, hey, you know what? I'm... There's no repopulation there. I guess. You know, that's why I don't. E- that's why I didn't know about the show on HBO. I just I gave up on all that stuff a long time ago. <laughs> Well, I know we kept you a lot longer than your 90 minutes. When is your show on and where can we find you? Well, I prefer. Okay. So for the men that want to be a part of that community, go to, go to warriormbs.com. Check that out. All right. Um, If you want to check out my show, go on rumble to J slay USA. That's the channel J slay S L A Y USA. And on, and my Instagram has my biggest following. Um, They it's crazy for an entire year. I was stuck at 3,000 followers on Instagram. Then around Christmas, the Twitter leaks happened. I think that that Meta, Meta, whatever, got scared and was like, we got to cover our tracks. They loosened the reins of all these, you know, I guess, conservative influencers. And I went to 33,000 in like two weeks. Wow. So pretty, pretty crazy. It tells yeah. me like, okay, my stuff isn't terrible. <laughs> it's getting out there. I, I was 
like you oh there it is i was about to say because i'm on that's the only after i got removed on january 7th like everybody most from everybody facebook. else from facebook and everything i was yeah, completely he, dumped. he had every single one of his social media channels <clears throat> got removed they everything. still haven't they even still his haven't. personal like his personal account everything i i didn't open my phone inside the bubble so they never caught my ip address because you know the fbi was collecting ip addresses well i'm sorry Facebook and whomever was collecting IP addresses of of uh, whoever opened their social media inside the jamming bubble on January 6th in DC. And um, there I go, probably gonna get us suspended. Yep. Anyway, and uh, yeah, and they, they, they turned them over to the FBI and at the same time, or the FBI turned them over to, to social media and they shut all the accounts down. So yeah, you not know, not surprising. That open door thing, that, that, type that of thing. back door yes. thing, you know. Anywho. But yes, all One right. So go check them out. So when, when is your show? When do you normally air your shows? All different because I'm so focused on the Warrior Program. I'm just kind of doing the show. I put out about two or three a week right now. Okay, um, and they're all different times. So I'm sorry, I don't have a set schedule at the moment. Cool. We did that. Um, but yeah, check check out my stuff. I, I got some pretty interesting uh, guests. We we did that for years. So don't yeah. don't even sweat it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. nothing new. Yeah, hey, like, you oh, do it when you can, today. and then one time you're gonna be like, you know what? I got to do this every day, and then yeah. <laughs> you go into it every day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we right. appreciate you having uh, coming on, sir, and we look forward to tuning in in the future. Yes. Thank you, guys, man. It's been an education for me. I've enjoyed it. Come on back. Blast, I, I'm I'll dead serious. I want to know. You, you got to do an episode with your reaction, or at least something <laughs> with your reaction when you watch the video. At least, like, it's like a two girls, one cup thing. Remember? Oh, my remember God. That no, video? Bring that but up. I want a reaction. I don't want to see the video. I just want to see just the reaction. My, this is for the Clay Clark video. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I okay, send, send it to me. I just will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we will. I think there's a highlights video that he put together. So yeah. Justin was amazing. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate Thank you, it, guys. Sir. Enjoyed All it. Right. No problem. Have, Have a great, great night. Jeremy. We'll Thanks. talk to you later. Likewise. Bye. See you. All right, fuckers. There you go. Jeremy Sladen. Check mm -hmm. him out. He sounds, you know, let, hey, guys, I know normally we're about brute force. I get it. I, I know where you guys are going. I'm down with brute force, but I got a feeling with this guy, this is going to work a lot better because I, when he sees that fucking video, he's going to fucking go, Holy shit. I think I, and no. he has none of our extra shit that we get to add to it. He just gets to see it for the purity that it is. And I got a feeling he's going to end up going, um, Hey, uh, guys, you're right. My bad. I think, um, or he might, he might do that caustic. If he does that, then I know where he stands and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. See how I just solved the problem twice. Look at that. We got to get to something though, because we got to do this. We do. And I know a lot of people are begging for I, it, so we're going to do it. I went, I went so hard and savage with him in the beginning with with the end of day stuff that I kind of had to go light on him at the end there. Cause... Well, no, I, I thought he was going to be scared off by all that shit in the beginning anyway, because I was like, man, you're going to jump right into this. I mean, I kind of did. I'm sorry. I thought it's, we were going to let that out for the rest of the listeners. It's so been they on my, hear. it's been on my mind. I, I know it has been because all she came day. home. She sat down next to me. You know when a woman sits next to you and does nothing and breathes heavily and doesn't talk, <laughs> just like this for like you minutes. Were very nice to him, Sparky. I appreciate it. And we we were trying to be cool about it. I I want to let him see it for himself. Mm -hmm. I want I, I want to see if this works. This is like a great big human experiment. Let's just see if this works. Let's mm -hmm. see if this soft sissy approach works. Maybe with this guy, he's going to see it and go, wait a minute, you're right. Correct and on Lone Ranger, she's either horny or she's pissed. Well, she sat there just breathing heavy for like a good a four minutes today. And I was actually. like, what the fuck? All right, fine. Let me take, I'm sorry. 
hold on, let me stop what I was doing because I was listening to show prep for tonight, but I'm sorry, your problem is so much more important. And then she laid it on me and I'm sitting here going, I don't know why you're surprised that I'm not surprised. She's like, well, I can't believe it's just going to be like, he's been, we've been telling you that. I know. I do want to see his reaction video though. I think it's going to be hysterical. I think it's going to be fucking hysterical. I think his reaction video is going to be epic. I think we'll see something that Justin wanted from that video finally happen. Okay, tell the dick. Derkin's been desperate for you to tell the dick punch, the, the dick punch story because he has a friend that he told it to and he couldn't give it justice. And is the friend listening now? Yes, the friend is listening now. All right, so, outstanding. So the dick punch story, very okay. simply put. Um, really quick, let me start this and let me turn this back down a little bit. So we can still hear it. I talk. hope Clay comes for us. Dude, that would bump our audience that we'd reach so many more people. Good night, Craig. That'd be awesome. Good night, Craig. Good luck over there. Anyway, so the dick punch story. Um, it started as an accident. It was an accident. A complete accident. Uh, I used to shoot people in the balls. That, well, that is in, in the testicular area. The whole end all be all of it. Um, I would wait for... Arabs. No, they, tell them how it started. Technically, uh, I would wait in hiding for uh, Arabs to squat piss in Afghanistan. But and that's not how you got the Stop! Would, can okay, you let bye. me tell a fucking story? Fine, tell the Thank story. You. So the way it start, started, it was um, it was accidental. We were in a firefight um, in uh, Helmand province. And uh, they were up on the hills. If you know anything about Hellman, Hellman's got some really deep crevasses and ravines. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pause this for right now because I definitely want to smoke. Um, they have some really deep ravines and crevasses. And um, we were on the lower side of a hill and um, we started receiving fire from above. And uh, we returned uh, fire. During this firefight, I had seen a guy, and when I returned fire, I was carrying a long rifle. I, I, have, I had a short rifle on my back, but I was carrying a long rifle. And we got into this firefight, and you don't, enorm, you don't just drop your, your big gun and go to your small gun, especially if you can be effective. Well, I was turning out to, had a guy, dude, just stood up right in front of me. I mean, not even more than, it seemed like it was 800, 800 yards away. I, I put the crosshairs directly on the center of his chest and I was firing a 308, pulled the trigger, um, did not take into account elevation. Elevation at a range like that when you're firing uphill already, already has a very drastic effect on the bullet. The bullet was sucked closer to the ground as it was spinning and hurling through the air. Um, and it split um, said individuals, uh, twig and berries directly in half and went continuing up the rest of the body which that that hurts quite a bit um and he let out a very guttural scream uh one that stopped everybody in the whole valley that was shooting at us at this time it stopped them from shooting they stopped shooting um and everybody heard this guy scream and it was it was bad it was really bad. It was like that scream you hear and you're like, oh, some really bad shit just happened to that guy. You're like, that is not good. We ended up fighting for about another three hours, uh, ended up finally making our way up the hill to him. 
and I finally got up to where he was and we found him. Uh, he finally bled out. Um, and, uh, my buddy was looking at him and he was, he picked up his man dress and he's like, yeah, I thought you hit him kind of low. He's like, dude, I didn't think you were going to fillet his nuts like that. He's like, oh, that's it. And this did not come from me. Just so you're aware, this whole idea had absolutely nothing to do with me. My buddy goes, oh, that's what we do. That's it. Every engagement, first person we take from now on, from now on, the first person we take, you're going to take their nuts. So after that, we went on the offensive for about the next four months. Um, we went on the offensive every night we went out and we went looking to pick a fight before we'd even pick a fight. We just confirmed they had weapons. Once they had weapons, I'd find nuts and then I would take the nuts. And then the first guy that would come up to try and help him out, I would take him too. And then the next guy that came up anywhere near, it eventually got to the point where they stopped going to help their buddy after he got shot in the nuts. Um, cause they knew what was going to happen to them. They knew they were going to die. Uh, about five months had gone by. We had, we had, we had like a lull spot in our deployment. We were not in any firefights. We were actually sitting around working out all the time. We weren't hearing about any bad guys moving around our area. So we went to the Shura and my captain got invited to the Shura. So we had to take him down there. So we're sitting there in there and uh, my buddy was leaning against this wall and I started reading. Um, I started reading the fucking, the poster right next to his shoulder. So I pushed him away. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? I'm reading this poster. And there it is. Um, this is a wanted poster for the man who has a fistful of dicks. Well, that's the way it directly translated. Uh, when I brought it back and I actually got to look up words, it basically turned out to be they were looking for the man who was punching people in the dick. So when I said that and I ripped the poster down, my buddy said, that's your wanted poster. That's it. That's your call sign. After that, I became known as Dick Punch. And it was just Dick Punch on the radio. Everybody would say, hey, where's Dick Punch at? He's coming up. That's how I got the nickname. And uh, they told me that I had to stop doing it. And then I had one Sergeant Major tell me that I had to stop doing it. Then I had another Sergeant Major tell me, no, do it. I like it. And then um, I just kept doing it after that point. Every time we went back, that was my goal. I was going to punch somebody in the dick. And, uh, I, they're, they're, from what I know, they still want me. I was only worth 38,152 rupees, which works out to about $38 and 54 cents in American. So I'm only worth $38 and 54 cents. So if you're ever looking to pick me up, ladies, $38, 54 cents, that's all you need. And, uh, I can be yours. I too, for the very small price of $38 and 54 cents can be yours, but that is the dick punch story. And then I just continue to do it. And, um, yeah, I got to. I worked up a good name. They really don't like me over there. And then one of her former employees came back and said, why do you know the white devil after she saw or my coffee cup on her desk? Yeah. He saw a picture. It was pretty funny. I had one of those coffee cups that like the picture comes up when you put a hot liquid in it. And I happened to be on the phones that day. And uh, my boss's church had sponsored some uh, Afghanis that worked as translators for the American army and their names got put on a list, the Taliban and their families were targeted. And so they were sent here. Um, they came here. That was, you know, when we actually sent refugees from Afghanistan back home instead of the Taliban. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so, so he was working in our engineering department. It was like his very first day and he comes in and I'm on the phones and I've, I've got 
the coffee cup on my desk and it's got mixed picture and he kind of actually looks like he he does now um with a beard and uh and he's got an american flag behind him and when when the cup is cold it just shows the american flag and then you know you put hot liquid in and his picture comes up anyway so muhammad walks into my office and he stops dead stops cold and his face turns white he's not a white man okay he's an afghani he's not a white man his face turned dead white and he looked at me and he goes that's the white devil why do you have a picture of the white devil on your cup i said what are you talking about that's my husband he goes you're married to the white devil i said i don't know who the fuck this white devil person is but the dude in the cup is my husband he's a soldier in the army did you know him he goes oh i knew him he killed a lot of people he killed a lot of people they were bad people but he killed a lot of my people i said well are you a bad person he said no i said well then you don't have anything to worry about get to work and he did. And every time what? That guy for, the was next, scared like, for the next six years, it didn't matter what he was doing. I can have the fucking president of the company. And because he ended up being our chief engineer for a while, for a while until he got a better job somewhere else after like six years, seven years. He left shortly after I did anyway. Um, but the president of the company could be there and he could be like fixing the room for him. And I'd call him on the radio and be like, Mohammed, I need you. And he'd be like, okay, I'm coming Miss V. And he would drop his shit and he would be, be in my office in like 30 seconds. It was hysterical. That dude was, and then I went there like a week <laughs> after like, the, the first best. time he saw this coffee cup Oh my god! and he realized who I was. And then I went there and I was standing in front of him and he sat there. He goes, you're real. And I said, well, I'm not on a fucking coffee cup, if that's what you're wondering. But I didn't have a beard, so I didn't scare him. Yeah. He didn't quite look the same. I didn't see it. It was pretty funny. Now I'd scare the shit out of him. Now he'd be like, fuck. No, he's he's been here a long time now. He's he's cool. He's he's he is a good dude. He has a kid he's that's an American, American citizen. He's an he American. Is an American. Mm-hmm. He's an American. He works for a living. He did it the legal way. He's got his papers. He's got all his stuff. He's got a good job. He pays his taxes. He learned English, and he doesn't require you to speak. Well, he knew English. He was a translator, but yeah, he doesn't require his family you to learned sp- English and to he speak has, any Muslim language to him. His, he has a child that was born here in the states. So he, he, the guy, you know, that's what we want. Those yes. are the those are the migrants we want. We don't want these ass clowns that are now going to Canada. Did you hear about that? Yeah. That these New York immigrants got bus tickets. Canada's paying for them to take their asses. Canada can have them. Go, go. Hey, don't go angry. I don't want you to leave angry. Just leave. Don't leave angry. Just leave. Go away, Matt. Just go away. We're good. We'll be all right. But don't worry about it because we can't. Hey, if we were to call somebody out for having an insurrection, okay, what, what would happen now today? If there was a real insurrection going on somewhere, what would happen now today, you think? Do you think we'd actually respond like it's an actual insurrection? Like the National Guard and Capitol Police and like, I mean, like. Or are we going to respond like, yeah, it's not such a big deal. I mean, I guess it would be dependent on who was doing the insurrecting. Or the erecting for that matter. (laughs) I but apparently, say that, but okay. There was an insurrection, another one that has taken place. There was by the another way, insurrection. That this is true. Okay. This is true. Check this out. Look at this shit. This is what's going on today in our country, folks. I can't make this up. 
We uh, we still have people in jail right now. We do. January 6th. And they never, some of them never even entered the Capitol. Okay. Yeah. This is legit as long as it happens in a state Capitol and it doesn't happen in the federal Capitol. Absolutely. This was where? Oklahoma? Mm -hmm. This was in Tulsa today at the state house. Okay. Stopped everything. They basically had an insurrection. They went in somewhere they weren't supposed to be. Funny, I, I didn't hear anybody getting taken out of there going to jail. Mm. Trans insurrectionists have no erections. <laughs> you have no erection? No erection, please? Trans lives matter is what they were chanting. I, I don't know what happened in Oklahoma. Did somebody, did a police officer in Oklahoma kill a trans person? I, I didn't hear of anything like that. And I'm, I'm pretty tied in tight no, with the news. No, they, they uh, I believe they refused um, uh, transgender surgeries on minors. Oh! They, they won't let you mutilate your children. Oh, good. Yes. I, I don't disagree in with Oklahoma. that. In Oklahoma. I don't disagree with that. I can't imagine why. I, I don't disagree with that. Hmm. Just, mm -hmm. Oh, but hey, this is what, hey, guess what, folks? Guess what we don't have to worry about here for long? We might end up just going straight through to the freaking, uh, since we I don't might, have to I'll go pick up the kid. We might just drop true. the pill stream and go straight through. Um, let me then send the invite to Liana here well, in a we'll do second. It a bit. We'll do it when we drop the pill stream. Okay. I mean, she's in. She knows. She's over yeah. here. I, I just tell her that. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll do it when we finish the regular show. I'm just saying. Okay. So this one, we definitely don't have to worry about much longer. Uh, why does our, our screen keep green flashing? Because fucking OBS, OBS sucks. sucks. Yeah, we're having um, fucking, it's lagging and yeah. I can't stop it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the hell's going on. I've tried dropping it like three times now. Mm -hmm. But this one, we don't have to worry about much longer. Literally, Enjoy Liz this. Churchill posted, um, anyway, oh, RIP. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Ma, ma, Megan here. About to head in to get my bu 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 booster. And then boosted. Ready to roll into this year. Let's go. That's shot number, number five. five. Okay, brought to you by Pfizer, by the way. Uh, she just got her fifth shot. So, and you know, she got paid for that. What did you say? Two weeks? Oh, two, she'll be she, no, yeah, she'll she'll be dead in two weeks, two months, max five months, but two weeks. Um, we might be at five months right now because that's now we're past the five. No, because right now people are dying. No, no, I'm saying and no, oh, gaging. Yeah, mm -hmm. but anyway, I, I'm just letting you know that yeah. we're probably not going to have to worry about her much longer. I. Mm -hmm. I I'm ecstatic. Mm -hmm. I don't have to hear about mm -hmm. her and her stupidity anymore. Sweet. It is very anticlimactic. But I, I wonder how much Pfizer paid her to put that out. With that thing at the end, make your appointment, with the Pfizer logo on the bottom. A couple grand. Oh, because you know, you know, you know for a fact that she was paid for that. Oh, absolutely. She wouldn't have done it otherwise. Hmm. Anyhow.
again, sports people should not be making political statements. Mm. They just shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Leave my fucking sports alone. Mm-hmm. Just the only not people political. that should be making political statements are politicians. politicians. Let them make a political statement. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shut the fuck up, everybody else, and mind your own business. Okay. Anyhow. New York City is moving forward from the pandemic. Mayor Adams says that COVID vaccinations will become optional for city workers now that 96% of them are fully vaccinated. The city says the new policy will take effect on Friday following the expected ratification at the next Board of Health meeting. Wait, so only after 96% of you are fully vaccinated will we go ahead and suspend it? Yeah, that's because they keep dying now. Damn. Um, Damn. Sucks. Hey, I I just heard about, uh, I just heard today, a bunch of New York City fire chiefs are resigning in protest Mm -hmm. because of this new woke fire chief that just came in that's more about making numbers of equitable equitable people on fire scenes and how we should have more trans queer population in the fire department. Yeah, so now they're going to hold back white companies and only black companies are going to respond. I guess. There's a lot of people in a big stink, like people are fucking walking away from 30, 40 year careers with the New York City Fire Department saying, fuck this shit, we're not playing this game. This isn't what we signed up to do. This is the type of shit that scares me. And the reason this scares me, folks, is because this gets people killed. Yeah. It's no longer talking about... um, Look, when we had we had females that worked on our fire company, okay? And I will not take anything away from them. But one of the things we required them to do in front of all of us is they had to pick one of us up, dead weight, and carry us to show us that they could pick us up off the ground if it was just one of us with them. And they could get us out of bad stuff, okay? Every woman that I worked with picked me up dead weight off the ground and got me on her back and dragged me wherever I had to go. Okay. That is a requirement because it's called trust. All right. I got to know you're going to be able to do it. And we do it at weird spots. Like I would do it like purposefully right after we were done, like loading a whole bunch of hose. Do you think they'll try to do it in heels? Stop. (laughs) My point is this. When you start doing stuff like this, basing responses on equitable division amongst fire companies, you're talking about a fire company that's a minute away with a response time of three minutes to a company that's eight minutes away with a response time of 16 minutes. By the way, your house burns down in eight minutes. Your house burns down in four minutes. Okay. Okay. So let me go ahead and your start. Your neighbors heard the house burns down in eight minutes. Let me go ahead and say this again. Okay. Why is this important? Because now you're talking about your lives being at risk. I, I, I don't know how much more clearly I can say it. And it's based on a stupid policy that has a stupid premise that does not belong in today's society. Of course it does. It absolutely belongs in today's society. It didn't belong in last year's society or the society three years ago. It doesn't or maybe belong in society, Or period. the society that we want. Nobody but agrees it with it. It definitely belongs in today's society. The one that they're creating for us. 
where no. they don't give a shit about your life. Your life doesn't mean crap. They don't care if your house burns down Look. as long as there's someone that checks all the boxes that's there with a hose that they can take a picture of. This isn't Cartoon Network. Apparently they think it is. Look, when you die here, you're dead. Yeah. You don't come back. Well, maybe, you know what? I can't just write you into the next script. Maybe that's, that's not the way this fucker works. Maybe that's not so bad. It's not such a bad thing. I, I just considering I, what's coming, honestly, at this point, I'm like, when I see people died suddenly, good for you. I'm glad you're going to miss what's coming. I hope you, I hope you were able to reconnect to God before you uh, are lost entirely. I, I, like I told him, guys, I, I'm dead serious. I'm not afraid. I'm not just, I've seen way too much to say I'm not afraid anymore. It did. What is fear going to do? It, it shortens your life. It makes everybody's life around you horrible. Mm -hmm. There's really nothing to be scared of, period. I, I'm just, I'm not afraid of it. If it comes, if it gets me, it gets me. It does. It, oh, shit. I was wrong. My bad, guys. <laughs> Pound it. See you later, brother. I ain't taking my own life. That's for damn sure not happening. And I'm dead serious about that. But hey, I, I, I'm not scared. I'm not worried about it. It's nothing. There's nothing in this world that's going to scare me anymore. Nothing. I've seen it all. There's no way that the only thing that you could scare me with now is telling me that like one of my grandsons was gay. That probably might worry me a little bit because I might not be able to keep my mouth shut. What about one of your sons? Neither one of them gay. I'm sure of that. Well, that's true. I'm positive of that. That's true. <laughs> I already know. Although the other the older one does like to pretend because all the girls are his friends now. <laughs> he's just getting them close. He gets it. He, he's doing he's, he's he learned so he learned from Seamus. I know he's so smart. Because Seamus is a wolfhound. He'll howl like a wolf to get the wolves closer to him. And then he'll fuck up the wolves and kill him. <laughs> well, that's all my son's doing. He's howling like the girls saying, yeah, I might be gay. I might be a little gay. <laughs> They're getting close. He's like, yep, now he's you're like, close. He's like, Boom! they all consider me their gay best friend. And I'm like, they know you're not gay, right? And he's like, well, yeah, but they all have like a gay cousin or, you know, like uncle or something. And, and somehow I, I remind them of their gay cousin or uncle. So, you know, even though they, they know I'm not gay, like they're comfortable with me. I'm like, well, it's, and here's, and I said, you understand why that is, right? You're in the friend zone. No, brother. no, 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 no. I said, I said, I, you understand, you understand why you remind them of your gay, of their gay cousin or whatnot. It's because here's my theory about gay men. All right. All men, all men in general, all men have to have one unredeeming quality. There has to be something wrong with them. There is no perfect man out there. All right. There's no perfect man. So when you find a man, ladies, that is tall, good looking, intelligent, well-spoken, well-mannered, he's gay. It's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Especially if he's like handsome too. That's what I said. Good looking, tall, Good looking, yeah, handsome's like a handsome, fine, and, char point. and charming. Yeah. Oh, ch the charming too. Mm -hmm. Like when the Gayer guy when the guy looks perfect, he's gay. Yeah. Sorry because about... so all look, men have one just... 
unredeeming quality. You, you guys do remember the and the, that's the problem with our son. The hot right? chick, At you know, the crazy chick, hot chick six, scale. He's six foot. He he has my face. He really, he looks just like me. Um, I'm short, ugly, and toxic. Bingo. He's a sophomore in high school. He's taking four AP classes and two honors classes. Like he's ridiculously smart. Um, he's, uh, he can be well-spoken. He's well-mannered because we beat that shit into him. And, uh, and he's like, well, then what's my fault? I'm like, have you seen your face? You look like a fucking pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I mean, it, he does look like he just got into a fight with a porcupine. I'm like, seriously, I bought you the freaking proactive for Christmas. Try that shit already. He's like, well, no, then they really will think I'm gay. <laughs> The whole reason he's not doing it is because people think, oh, whatever. All right, he's a fucking idiot. My son's an idiot. No. Jesus. Oh, anyway. For a smart kid, he's a stupid smart kid. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Moron. Houston Methodist began firing unvaccinated employees in June of 2021. CEO Dr. Mark Boom made the controversial vaccine mandate a linchpin of his leadership and encouraged others to follow. I think patients should be demanding this at all hospitals. And frankly, I think you will see the floodgates begin to open at hospitals. We've seen, you know, a whole bunch of hospitals follow suit. It took a couple months, but they've been following suit. Um, and I think you're going to see many, many more. And there were many more, with Houston Methodist leading the pack. Within three months, it was reported that at least 174 health systems were mandating COVID vaccines, the requirements triggering protests and court battles. Father, I just want to put out to you right now to protect all these employees of Methodist and to tear down the medical tyranny. That is going a lawsuit against Methodist filed by employees got dismissed. The federal judge ruled that the hospital had made a choice to keep staff, patients, and their families safer. Many at Methodist agreed. But these seasoned professionals claim the vaccine mandate didn't make patients safer at all. And they gave numerous accounts of vaccinated employees coming to work ill. Owen Robinson is a critical care registered nurse. At that time, the management in Methodist ICU for, forced two nurses to come in sick positive with COVID, COVID, with symptoms, fevers, and take care of patients in the ICU. So that completely obliterates our argument as far as patient safety, because there's nothing more unsafe than having sick nurses taking care of immunocompromised patients in the ICU. Yeah, I, I don't care there, Chubbs. Uh, you can say what you want right now, okay? You can do what you want. You're not going to get a lick of amnesty out of us. No, no, he got fired for being unvaccinated. He got suspended because he no, refused to take No, I thought he the... was part of the, the no, group no. that was vaccinated, and these are the employees that are vaccinated at Methodist, and they're the ones that are talking about shit that happened after they fired all the people that were vaccinated. 
or not vaccinated. No, he got fired for not being vaccinated. He was one of the 174 or whatever that got no, suspended. No, I he was one of the guys that was. No, no. The ones that are vaccinated aren't speaking out. No, he got fired for being unvaccinated, but he still has friends in the hospital. You still have friends at the firehouse, yeah. you know, and they're telling him people get called in positive with COVID to work in the ICU. Basically to, to cover to, because he got fired. Yep. This person that was positive with COVID had to come and work with this immunocompromised well, no, nurse in the ICU. I stand corrected. No, I thought he was, I thought uh -uh. these six nurses were the ones that were there that were no. the ones that were working post jab saying uh oh he's the one that got he got the first two shots and he wouldn't get boosted he got fired for get for not getting boosted okay yeah. so they were jabbed all right he I, was I'm the still, others the others aren't vaccinated I, still not i'm pretty sure he sounds like he would be one of the ones that would have said hey get jabbed well the next one's even crazy well maybe not so much but yeah this next clip of this interview is well, just as nuts. Yeah, just as nuts. Did have COVID in January 2021, and that was also one of the reasons that I didn't want to be vaccinated, besides my um, religious uh, beliefs. But um, I also had to get tested every single week, and um, I never tested positive. And then my coworkers who got vaccinated, double, triple vaccinated, they all got it in my area. So it just was a confirmation to me that I did have the antibodies because I've never gotten it again. The religious exemption issue, Houston Methodist has made into a joke. I had a religious exemption against the flu vaccine at Houston Methodist. Uh, my religious exemption for the COVID vaccine was denied. My religion has not changed. My very own brother has a religious exemption at Houston Methodist, the Woodlands. Now we have the same religion. There is no rhyme or reason for how Houston Methodist is handling religious exemptions. It's completely arbitrary and capricious. We wanted to hear Houston Methodist side of the story, but a spokesman declined our interview requests and did not answer our questions, including one about a particularly contentious allegation. Dr. Julapali says his colleague claimed that a high-ranking official at Methodist offered her the opportunity to fake getting the vaccine. She told us that it would be done internally. And she told us that when she asked him, has this been offered to anyone else? He said, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Methodists declined to answer when we asked whether any employees were offered an opportunity to pretend to be vaccinated. We also asked whether the hospital communicated with federal health officials or vaccine makers about the mandates and whether Methodist was offered any financial benefit or gift related to mandating vaccines. A spokesman did not respond. Yeah. Mm. Houston Methodist, is, that's, this is current, that, recent. Like, that, they're still requiring. That's a corrupt fucking bunch of... Mm -hmm. Look, folks, if you, you're not aware, he said, and there's no rhyme... No, there's a rhyme or reason. The rhyme or reason is this. It's money. Mm -hmm. How much do you bring in as a doctor? For instance, if V. Lynn were coming in as a doctor, and let's say she's like the top-rated neurosurgeon in, in America, when she comes in when, with her group of fucking people and her patients, you're talking, she's, she's bringing in millions to that hospital. 
millions, if not billions. Mm -hmm. So if she says, oh, well, I have a, a vaccine exemption. You know, I, I can't get the vaccine because of this, because, oh, well, you're bringing the money. Okay, you're good. Well, me, on the other hand, I, I've been at the hospital since it opened. You're, you're, but you're, you're. I'm, I'm an original, just a regular general doctor, frontline doctor, just an emergency room tech. Nope, you've got to get it. Well, but I have the same religious exemption she does. It doesn't matter. You, you still have to get it. We're saying no. It's all about money. It's always been about money. Yep. The whole thing's been about money for them. It's not for us. That's why we can't understand it. Because it's not about money for us. We don't give a fuck about money. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be famous. I want to be left the fuck alone, living out in the woods, shooting shit. That's what I thought retirement was going to be. Not sitting in here talking to you fuckers every night, banging on about what the fucking government's doing. I'd have a lot more meat in my freezer if you are. I'd be shooting shit left, right, and center. <sighs> my, by the way, we got some ducks that moved in on our prop. Might have to go out there and sort some shit for our ducks no. before we put them out there in the fucking water. They get along fine. Our ducks are bigger than them. We might have some duck for dinner here for a couple of nights. They're so if you're ducks. if you're all interested, I gotta never find have out a what crested kind of, duck. They're, I gotta I gotta look and see. I am putting the ducks in the pond here soon. I've been letting them. Uh, I let them out again today. They're great. I put them in at like four thirty, like four fifteen. It took me ten minutes to get them in the coop, which is not bad when you're chasing nine chickens, two guineas, and six ducks around the yard. It's a win. Um, once I... Uh, pretty good. Yeah, when, once I kicked peanut butter around a few times because the bitch pecked me again because she thinks she's a rooster, and uh, I got her to figure out that she um, that it was time to go in the coop, and I pick, picked up Blueberry because he lets me pick him up, and I put him in the coop, then peanut butter figured out she herded everyone else in the coop for me, and Blueberry herded the ducks in the coop, and TNA. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was all good. But they're doing great work. But once I set the garden up and I'm gonna put like bird netting over where I have the plants. Obviously, I don't want the chickens digging in there, but now they're used to going out and they eat so much more outside and I have to buy so less feed inside um and the ducks will just feed themselves and then we can just go on duck like duck egg hunts because i'll know where they're nesting so I'll we're put, gonna build the nest for them so i mean i'll way. put their duck house outside up on the the hill so they'll just go in there anyway um blueberry does duck fart he does because yes, he, he is that's why i named him that but he's uh, the one that he is the original duck since justin started the blueberry duck farts and we got our first group of ducks yep i took he was that moving. name. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed the first male. Well, the one that I thought was a male. Mm -hmm. He ran up to me. He's the smallest one in the group. I said, you're the blueberry duck fart. He's the only one that survived the mutilation of all the other ducks. Yep. So he sure did. Blueberry did. He did at that. All the other ducks died. So I keep finding pieces of, I found a piece of Armstrong's wing on the, the side of the road the other day. Like the cat, the neighbor's cat brought it back or something. Uh, I don't know. That fucking cat. I don't know. Oh, now, now peanut butter will peck the shit out of that cat. I'm not worried anymore. Uh, I wouldn't be worried either. Mm -mm. And look at that. What's up, Liana? Hi. Just chilling, wondering, has Mick taken out the gator yet? Is the gator bye-bye? Gators are dormant for the season, for the winter, but... They, um, they kind of hide. It's yeah. cold. So they're hiding right now. 
But Give them a minute. The ducks and the the uh, the geese, you know, once they're old enough to take care of themselves, and once they're they're in the pond, they they should be fine with the gators. They're a lot more angry. Yes, they fly too. So <laughs> yeah, they do. Fuckers. They could easily get in the pond now if they just figured out that they could fly over the fence, but they haven't figured that out yet, and I'm not going to tell them. So. <laughs> yeah, let them think that you have to let them out. That that's a good plan. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's the whole plan. plan. And we and we. Yeah, we'll show them one day. We'll show them that day, and then that'll be it. And then they'll come right back because we'll have the box set up. So mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Yep. They'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm not worried about the, the gator so much because they can fly away. They don't give a shit about they won't fuck with a gator. They know better than that. Yeah. Ducks won't that's fuck instinct. with a gator. Yeah. Chickens, chickens, on the other hand, that's a different story. Yeah, the gator could come up. But you get tail, you get a new pair of boots, and VLAN gets a purse. Get, get oh no, I know. Oh, no, no, I know that. Mm-hmm. You, okay. you gotta, what you have to do though is you got to catch them. You just can't shoot them like I've done open in the water. I've only gotten lucky once catching the body. Because if you don't, if you don't get out there and get the body fast enough, they sink right they, away. They fucking sink just yep. like that. They go straight to the bottom. Good well, luck. I, Good I luck. heard you just take a whole chicken on a fishing reel, you know, and, and you just bring them out because because they'll go after the dead chicken. They they like chicken for well, some that's, reason. What I'm gonna do? Okay, okay. Well, you got it. You got it. Already a plan. Already got that. Alligator tastes like chicken. Well, it really does. Tail does. Yeah, the tail does. Let's face it. Let's face it. Military men are used to getting some tails for some chicken. I'm just saying. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Amongst other things. No, they do not. Well, a known Lone Ranger says no, they do not. I mean, they do if you put chicken and se- chicken seasoning on them. <laughs> Fishy chicken. If they eat chicken, they taste like chicken. I just can't believe we're about to fucking watch this retard again in an hour. I know we still got an hour, folks, but we're, we got more news to get through. We so we're going to keep going with the news here. I just wanted to get Liana in here before anything mm-hmm. else went nuts. What are you doing? I didn't do anything. That was He's weird. letting things go nuts. It was going nice. Thank you, Justin. Since I've been here to announce the... (laughs) (laughs) Emerging from backstage, a man in a suit who grabbed Mr. Joyce and smashed a pie into his face. I don't know what that was about. Excuse me. Uh, I might take a break for a second, guys, and just clean up a little bit, and I'll come back. So this is the scene of an airline who mandated the jab for all of his employees, and apparently that guy was not happy about it. No, no, he was not happy at all. And so he walked up on stage when the guy was talking at some some dinner for all the corporate bigwigs. He walked up on stage right behind him, grabbed him, and smashed a pie in his face. Did you see that guy, the guy that with the pie too? Like he had, he had, a, he had a very angry face, <laughs> very angry looking. I That's have no guy. idea why, but I think I'll take a few minutes. You think? <laughs> How about you take? A- I don't know why that happened. It's not like I pissed off half the world. Wait till one of your planes drops out of the sky. See what happens then. Oh, that just made me laugh so hard. I saw that the other night, and I, I was just like, oh "Holy God. God!" It was a pie and run. Yes, a pie and run. It was a pie and run. <laughs> he didn't really run Dude, though, so it was kind of like a pie bad, and mosey. Too bad it wasn't one of those pies that that lady made in that movie. Um, that the the old Southern black lady made in that movie. Oh, come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about where she she used she made a pie out of shit. Like 
She was always, she was the, uh, the servant for the white lady in town in the sixties. And the white lady always like raved on about her chocolate pies. And then she fired her for some, oh, for using the, for using her bathroom or something, some stupid shit like that. And so to, to try and, you know, supposedly get her job back, she brought her a chocolate pie, brought the white lady a chocolate pie, but it was a shit pie. The lady ate it and said how delicious it was. <sighs> yes. The help. Thank you. The help. Oh my God. <laughs> That, that took a while to get there. Oh, anyhow, shit pie. Ooh. I didn't see that one. I, 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 apparently, me and you were right there, Liana, because I, was, I didn't a, see that one either. It was a good book, too. We were I, watching The Expendables, you know. Like normal shit, you know. It was based on a true story. That, what are we about? To, what based is this? on a series of true Do stories. we need to open this? Yes. Or? Yes, yes, yes. No, I mean, do we need? I know we need to play it, but mm -hmm, do we, yeah. do you need to say anything or yeah, no? no? Yeah. Okay, good. Shush, sit there. <laughs> Listen, since our latest interview, you actually changed your nickname because the last time it was the the leech. Now you're called Action. I prefer mm. the new one, to be honest. But I would like to hear from you the reason you you switched uh, nickname. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, like right before my last fight, uh, my brother passed away and uh, that was his uh, his football nickname. So uh, they would call him, you know, that Bradley Action Jackson. So they would just call him that um, on, on the intercom every time he would make a um, tackle and stuff. So um, I just thought it'd be cool to, um, you know, keep him, keep him around with the, with the nickname. So um, I made the switch over last fight, like right, the fight week, I made the switch. and. Um, you know, it just it sounds good. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it from here on out. I'm sorry to hear that. My my apologies. Sorry, my condolences. Uh, yeah, I, I actually I, I I wanted to apologize. You know, for for the question, but may I ask you uh, what happened to your brother? Uh we we still we still really don't know. Like it um it uh, just like he wasn't answering calls and texts so. Uh, we went over to check on him and, you know, we found him in his house and um, didn't make a lot of sense yet. Um, you know, we did try to figure out like it, it could have been a vaccine. It could have been medication. It could have been, you know, a handful of things, but like, um, you know, there's no, there's no present like apparent reason why, you know, why it happened. It just uh, kind of out of the, out of nowhere. He was uh, 30, 37 years old. So um just doesn't make a lot of sense. And um, he did, he was vaccinated just shortly before that, about two weeks before. Um, but I don't want to get into conspiracies and all that kind of stuff, but it just, uh, you know, nothing adds up. So, um, you know, we're trying to figure out some answers, but we don't have any answers so far. Now, again, I'm sorry to hear that. My sympathies for your loss. And understand that wasn't, that wasn't for the guy. I, I wasn't. <laughs> conspiracy I, I wasn't talking anything, about him. He probably died from climate change. That was for the guy that was asking the question because when he asked the question, he goes, "I really don't know why you changed your name because that kind of, that name kind of fucking sucks. No, I really don't like, like it. He, no, he and said he just, liked the new one better. And then and then he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I did it because of my brother." And he's just like, "Oh." my bad no 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 he didn't he said he liked the other one he didn't like the he didn't like the new one he liked the other one he's like i like the other one better he no, goes he said i like the new one better and he, he's like I, I don't know why you changed it and he goes he goes what the hell happened and he's just like and then he tells him the bit about his brother died he's like 
Oh, my bad. Let me let me go back here and I'll put myself in the corner and start coloring again because I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. That's why he said I'm sorry for the question, because he asked the question because he didn't like the new name. He liked the old name. Mm. It was kind of fucked up. And I was like, oh, man, that's a that's a whole price is right. But the overall takeoff for that for me was the fact that he backtracked. You know, it could have been the shot. It could have been the vaccine. But I'm no conspiracy theorist, so I'm not going to go there. And at that point, I was like, oh, you motherfucker. And I'm sitting here flipping off the screen. And then you came on with the bonk, bonk, bong. And that gave me the laughter I needed. (laughs) No, no, you're right, though. You're right, though. That that should do that. Because that's the problem. Those are the useful idiots. Those are the ones that we have to be worried about because those are the ones willing to put their own heads back in the fucking sand after they've been injected with this experimental shit. And my parents are perfect examples. I'll hold them out. You have no idea. He was an athlete. He was healthy. Uh, you can bring up the clot shot, but you can't say for sure you think it's the clot shot. You can't take an actual stance. You can't, you know... Did we you, were, you were you able to have an autopsy done? Is your state one of the ones that are refusing to do autopsies? Or are they making you pay for it? Mm-hmm. Which, depending on the way you read the Constitution, I, I kind of chalked that one up either way. But. So, um, why is this on here? What are you looking for? There was a, maybe it's further down. Um, there was a Bloomberg article. It was behind a paywall, so I didn't pay for it. But the headline itself was intriguing. It was an op-ed. Um, and uh, it was it was basically, uh, people are dying suddenly, but it can't be from the vaccine. Oh, here it is. Uh, why are young people dying in the U.S. and what are the causes? Uh, more young Americans are dying, but not from vaccines. That's it, anything but the vaccine. They will do it. Yeah, now, they will do now everything. They're, now they're trying to say that it was happening the, the little bit that I could read that it, it was happening before be, before they rolled out the vaccines. Oh, and the, the, in, started the increase after. started well before COVID-19 shots arrived, according to mortality data yeah. and has plateaued since. Were you aware of young Americans just randomly suddenly dying before COVID? I mean, how many how many videos did we see of, you know, basketball players or football players running around, grabbing their chest, going and falling over and dying? The only thing I remember is the uh, wild kids that it was prom night and they got a little too toasted and went and driving instead of staying at the hotel with the rest of the seniors getting laid and and they died. That's about the only time I ever hear about young people Uh, dying before now. No, 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 no. I see what they're doing here because I was able to get into it on my phone. For some reason, it was behind a paywall on the computer, but not on my phone. Um, Weird. They're taking the mortality data and comparing it to 1973, where 50,000 people died from accidents. Oh, don't you remember death on the highway when you were, I mean, you, you went to school. Where did you, you learned how to drive in school, correct? No, they did not have driver's ed when I was in school and I didn't need driver's ed because I got my license at 15 because you can drive a motorcycle. It was cheaper. Mm -hmm. The insurance was better. And the she's older. So long story short, when I went to school and I was born in 1973, I was born the very year you're talking about. 
three years, yeah, three years before me. But I went to school. There was we had we had drivers ed in high school. It was you know in high school you went through drivers ed. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school you had holy shit we got to do we got to watch all these amazing videos death on the highway um it's the first time that you get to see mbcs and body parts and and they thought they were going to be like hey we want to prepare you for this so don't eat anything before you come to class bitches i was eating everything i was like i just want to see how i do man they showed some really gruesome shit one body half of a body here half of a body over here and you know what I said? There's a paramedic out there right now that would start doing compressions on the other half of that body. <laughs> you watch. Why? Because there's a retail out there just trying to earn their stripes saying, I tried to keep that one alive. But seriously, they're taking data. They're just taking straight up numbers. They're not drilling down into why they're taking. Oh, look, in 1973, more people between the ages of 15 and 34 died in 1973 than in 2021. They're not looking at the why. They're just saying, nope, nope. So this can't be vaccines because we didn't have the COVID shots then. No, no, that's not how that works. They weren't just found dead suddenly in their homes when they didn't answer their phone for three days. Right. So get this. Remember in 1980, I I brought up that whole thing in 1980 with a little boy on there, Jeremy on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him about the 1980 commercial. Okay, get this. In 1980, in December 1980, that law went into effect federally. It became a federal law at that point, not just a state law. Okay. Guess what? It's not actually a federal law at all. What, drinking and driving? Yeah. It's just their state laws. No. Oh, it's their state laws. They're no, absolutely they're state, state laws. laws. Look, on the books, on every state constitution, That's why you're there is to- a law for drinking and driving. There is no federal law for drinking and driving. Mm. Get this. You ready for this one? Of- you, you know how they got it on the books in 1980? You want to know how President Reagan scored this one? Because guess who wouldn't sign off on it? Hmm. The liberals, guess who had control of the Congress hmm. in 1980? The liberals, guess who wouldn't start the bill? The liberals, how did President Reagan get it signed into power? Executive order. It's been an executive order on the federal law books ever since. And every single president since President Reagan has re-signed the same executive order that says that drinking and driving on the federal ticket is illegal. Ruled it was never voted on by Congress or approved by the people because they couldn't get it approved. Okay, we, they, we gotta we gotta drop uh, the red pill stream. Oh, we do. So that Josh can get set up here. Sorry, we gotta go. Yeah. So pill. does that mean that you can drink and drive on a federal highway without getting in trouble? Or no, 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 because there's an the executive order. Uh, we'll see you later, red pills. Check us out tomorrow. Same bat channel, same bat place. Not you guys. You guys are good over there. Yeah, yeah. Pilled is fine. Pilled, you're fine. It was just the red pill portion of the pill show. We have to drop that because Josh's got to get ready for his show. I'm sure he is going to air the State of the Union as well, which reminds me. Maybe. I've got to hook that up and get that set up as well. It's 823. We have plenty of time. I know. Play this one next, though. So this is um, Denmark, I think. Anyway, the the state news refuses to talk about the people that are dying suddenly. So they put post-it notes with everyone's name who's died suddenly on 
the news station. How many, how many post-it notes? Hey, just give me a real quick average because Liana can see it. So I'm not going to ask her, but everybody else, just give me an idea how many post-it notes you think are there. Just, just a roundabout. Just think about it in your own head. You don't have to prove it to us. Just think about it in your own head because this is going to blow your mind when I pull this up. Look at that. Yeah, play it. That's pretty fucking ridiculous, folks. That's a lot of fucking post-it notes. That's a pretty big... I wish they did it in the form of a middle finger. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Media is the virus. Media is the virus. Um, uh, uh, media journalism is our problem. Stop the propaganda. Stop the yeah, Nazi fake news. Um, Tell the truth. Uh, yeah, stand with the rest of us. Stop. Stop the new world order. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Yeah, let's post it notes everywhere. Yeah, that's a lot of people that just died suddenly. Yep. Hmm. And it looks like more people are like adding on to yeah. the yep. wall. Yeah. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. Hmm. Wow. I wish we could do that to like CNN or like, well, I guess not really CNN because they're not really a big deal anymore. I was say, they closed their... down their Atlanta office. I, I can't what? believe that. That's, get Chicago headquarters. That's their home headquarters. Seriously. That's like been a staple for CNN uh, since the dawn of time. They put Atlanta on the map. That is ridiculous. Ted Turner has got to be losing his mind right now. Mm hmm. That is, I haven't heard from old Ted Turner in a while. No, neither have I. I haven't seen him either. No, hadn't seen old Jane Fonda either. And usually this is right up her fucking alley to be out there front and center and advocating. For the liberals. I know. Weird. Maybe she's dead. Maybe or old. they've already retreated to their bunker with all their money and their fine art. And, you know, yes, they don't want to yes, be out here dealing with shit. Portuguese American, just so you're aware, we are doing both. Well, uh, so President Trump, I, I don't think President Trump is speaking, is he? I think, no, he has a video. He's releasing a video immediately following. I know he was going to do live, like he was going to truth out live. He is immediately responses. following. Okay. He is going to drop a video. We're going to watch both. And yes, I'm going to, I'm probably going to talk over Joe's speech. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't give a fuck what this old doddering fool has to fucking say. Well, I have right? to know when to ring the bell. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best. All right. We'll do our best, but I, I'm just, I'm letting you know, I'm going to probably talk over him. I'm going to call him a piece of shit and call him fucking stupid. And I'm going to make fun of him, but that's because I don't like the fuck stick. All right. Um, this, I, I, I don't care about that, but when Trump comes on, I'll listen to what Trump has got to say. Um, cause I'm still hoping, Above all hope that tonight he comes out, he says, you know what? This vaccine shit, it's nah, all bullshit. No, we've already seen a speech. That's 
No, 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 no. I'm talking about Trump. I'm not oh. talking about Biden. Okay. Tonight could be the night. This yeah. could be the night he comes out and he says, you know what? You're right. This is some fucked up bullshit. But the second that mother start that motherfucker starts to bang on about something else, I can't hear it. I just can't hear what he has to say. Okay. I'm deaf to it. Yep. Anyway. I'm gonna guess that this is not gonna be funny. Mark Stein? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just guessing. It's interesting. But it won't be on GB News. The the state of play uh between me and GB News is uh that they have sent me a contract. Don't worry, I'm not going to do that Stephen Crowder thing where you read out the terms of your contract because uh, I don't think that makes, personally, think makes for great television. So I'm just going to uh, skim a couple of clauses. These are the ones. People have noticed a chain. Now, this came up. Uh, I was already set to return to GB News and uh, the... Uh, habitual liar who runs the joint uh, then uh, decided that uh, we needed a defibrillator in the studio for me to be able to go back uh, and then uh, a lady who uh, works on the show said no problem defibrillators are us uh, sending one round in 20 minutes then he decided something else so the state of play at the moment is that he's sent me a contract it's a guy called uh, Angelus Frangopoulos, the CEO of GB News. And the contract's very, he's chosen to change the terms uh, by which we do the show, which uh, would be stressful. Uh, but, I, you know, I've had two heart attacks, so I laugh at stress. I scoff at stress. You don't stress me out. You may be a homicidal maniac intent to bringing on a third fatal heart attack, but you'll have to do better than this. But I did think it was interesting in light of what's happened at GB News. There's this new clause, editorial responsibility. For the avoidance of doubt, as the Ofcom license holder, uh, GB News has editorial responsibility for The Mark Stein Show and all content produced for GB News uh, by the presenter and the U.S. producers. Therefore, the parties agree that GB News's editorial decisions shall prevail, uh, which I wouldn't really mind. <laughs> but I remember we had a little off-com uh, uh, back and forth about 10 minutes before I went on air um, uh, a couple of months back. And uh, I, my final words about the... I'm going to say no and no, Mark, if you've ever had a nut in your life, this is the one time you've got a nut up, dude. That's what he's doing. Let him finish. I, okay. okay. I, I'm just saying this is the one well, of those. Well, then let him finish. I, I will. This is just one of those few times. I hope, I hope beyond all hope. The so-called compliance officer uh, with that he was, quote, Ofcom's bitch. And at that point, I hung up. Well, Ofcom's bitch has managed to have his revenge now. Uh, and then it goes on, says, GB News will ensure that the presenter and the U.S. producers attend uh, regular Ofcom training by, provided by the company's compliance officer. Uh, the the uh, Mark Stein Show will ensure that the presenter and U.S. producers adhere to editorial input provided by the company's editorial director or such person designated. But what it is, uh, and when, oh, and this is the final point I'll make on this, and that... Um, 
the uh, to the extent that the presenter and or the US producers do not incorporate Ofcom regulatory input into an edition of the program, this shall be considered a material breach of this agreement. Uh, and the Mark Stein company shall indemnify GB News for any and all direct loss liability costs, including reasonable legal costs, damages or expenses that it suffers as a result of any regulatory breach. So the whole thing is, I'm supposed, I'm on the hook, therefore, for Ofcom fines. But, but, and this is the important point, uh, I don't have any say in our defense against an Ofcom complaint. That's all done by GB News. So the uh, Ofcom's bitch, as I call the compliance officer, uh, will be making the weedy, wimpy uh, defense to Ofcom. And then uh, I'm the one who has to pay the 40,000 £40, pound fine or whatever it is. Not, not only that, uh, Mark, I, I got bad news for you. When I was listening to what you were saying, you actually are on the hook for anything else that GB News listens or lists that revenue that they lost mm -hmm. that you now are on the hook for them to. So like if they lose advertisers because someone doesn't like you or yeah. even if they lose subscribers because people died and they say it's because of you, you're on the hook for all that. You're on the hook for That's all why of that. He said you, that all I'll the still revenue. be reporting at the very beginning. What he started with, was, I heard him. I'll be reporting, but it won't be on GB news. That, and that's outstanding. I, hey, <laughs> Mark Stein, hey, you're, I like it. Hey, this is what we got to do. You got to, you got to bring these contracts out, show these people for who and what they are. We we can't have this shit anymore. We can't period. I, my personal opinion. Nope. And, and it's just going to allow him to be even, it's even going to allow him to be. Your internet is fucking up. You're, we're frozen. Nope. You're not frozen to me. You're frozen. And you're, you're frozen you're to us. Okay. Well, it's oh, not now you're moving. Showing me frozen. There we go. Now you're now now you're good. Now you're good. Now you're good. Okay. Well, I was saying that you know it just frees him up to be able to do whatever he wants to at this point. He doesn't have any constrictions on him, and he can present the news exactly the way he wants to. So if he was being held back before. He won't be now, and he already has a good reputation for trying to get the truth out there, including with the farmers in New Zealand um, and the other things going on. So, I mean, he's been talking about the invasions of the other countries with their own migrant uh, issues and problems, like our border. It's not just our border. I mean, it's happening everywhere. This is literally the global push for the new world order. So he's going to be able to be that much stronger and that much more forceful with what he says. I, I, I agree. I'm this is I and he's gonna, but he's but he's doing it to a smaller audience because honestly, GB News, and you can ask anybody, uh anybody <laughs> in here from Scotland, England, Ireland, period. GB News is the everywhere. main news source in everywhere in England. Yeah. Sky News that that's all GB News. All of that is one big uh ugly, I don't know, snake, you know, den of snakes, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh unfortunately, that's where somebody like him for us would make the most money. He would do the biggest bang for the, he would bring the biggest bang for the buck. At the same time, though, 
he would also have to censor what he's saying. And I, I don't disagree with him about being fucking, um, Oh, they're independent. Did they, when do they go independent? Sparky. They're obviously not that independent. If yeah, they're, not if they're if they're pulling that. They're trying to say that, that type of crap. That seems pretty disgusting. It sounds like a spat that I've heard here before. Honestly, within our own realm, within our own podcasting community, where people were trying to do the same thing with crazy contracts and signing people to. Um, no, I don't. Not currently. Oh, they started in indie. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. They started I thought, independent. I thought they were uh, state-run media. Yeah, I thought they were state-run originally. I thought GB News was directly because it's Great Britain. It was. I thought it fell directly because how quickly they coincided with uh, the offcom crap. I thought that was because that's required in order for them to broadcast. I thought BBC was their main thing. Yeah, over that's what I thought too. Yeah. And I thought that was all part of nope. GB News the nope. first time around. No, nope. I guess not. Oh, an Asian guy started. Okay, so I stand corrected. Maybe it's different than what I thought it was. What's G? What which GB News is he referring to then? No, that's GB News. It's an independent global news network. I think is what it is. I I'm not positive. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, because that sounds like something off of um, Rob Burgundy. And uh, he's he kind of independent because he also goes on with Tucker all the time and presents stuff from across the pond and whatnot. Oh, so, no, I, I, mean, I know he is. I know Mark Stein is. I'm not asking about Mark Stein. Right. I'm asking about GB. Not the TV news. Yeah, right. because is that like uh, our like Patriot networks like over here that we see over here is that that like same their version of newsmax or oan something yeah, like that that we know that newsmax and oan are yeah, not and sky news is murdoch so that's that's a subsidiary of fox yeah like i said losing uh the news one <clears throat> i don't really care much for that one never did newsmax you could mm -hmm. see where they were cucking out in the very beginning. Yep. So if I'm going to watch one of those mainstream so-called ones, it's always uh, America's <gasps> Voice. Okay. All right. Hey, you see, you learn something every day. Mm -hmm. See, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was the big Great Britain news. I mm -hmm. thought that's what he was trying to get a contract with. I thought he was tr trying to go back to where he was originally, and uh, back to mainstream media. But I guess not. Good for him. Hey, fuck it. Hey, we got to do it to our own side, too. I, I don't give a shit. I, I think that's fucked up, too. I think if you're, uh, uh, I like I said, I, I like the pilled side. I really do because they let us post and do what we want to do for the most part. Mm -hmm. We know what we're responsible for. They know what they're responsible for. There's no, there's nothing that um, is huge, but they let us, no matter what, I know there, if you, wherever you're listening to us now, um, I know there will never be removed. So if you ever wonder, and I wonder what happened, to, you can go over to Pill. We'll be there. Um, anywhere else is questionable. We saw what happened to Twitch. Um, I don't know about Rumble. I we've all had our own issues with Rumble. Liana's had issues with Rumble. Everybody's had issues. With, I just got an email the other day saying that someone else had been unsubscribed. Unsubscribed again. Yep. Uh, we can't seem to go over, uh, was it 2,300 people now followers on Rumble? No, it's like 1.2. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like 1,200. Yeah, we, we can't get over that number. Something we like can't. That. 
Yep. We can't get past it. Yep. It's no, like, it depends on some of the content you're putting out there. I mean, those are the ones that I see just start disappearing. Once they start crossing certain lines with the truth, like, oh, no, it's not time for that to be known. That's when their mm -hmm. accounts get zapped on fucking Rumble. So I'm, you can tell the truth to a point, just not the whole thing that's going on. Yeah, you can't bring in the Republican aspect. If you bring in the Republican aspect and you want to hold Republicans feet to the fire, you can't do that. That's well, no go. But that's the no thing that does make Foxhole so special. And I call it Foxhole where you guys call it pilled. But to me, it's it, where it did start out as pilled and Foxhole were two completely separate things. They were just made by the same people. And so it, it's been married now together. And that's why everything is so different when you go onto the app or onto the website. But what makes us so special is it is built by patriots for patriots on our own servers so you don't run into the bullshit of like um patreon or uh whatever it was that uh bongino was involved in started with a p uh where they were on like uh, apple parlor. servers parlor. so yeah. yeah parlor so if you don't follow our rules you know we're, we're giving you these dictates we're going to kick you off we don't have to worry about that with foxhole we have our own servers and that's why the gold pill system is there is when they donate to their favorite content creators, the mats get 25%. Part of that goes to release the lotto to everybody every day, you know, the different shows, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then part of that, I mean, majority of it goes to the actual servers and then paying staff. And it's a very small staff. And and yeah, I, I heard him the other day on your show and I was just like, I, we got to get him on to do a, a show like that for us because we've got a, a lot of new people who just went over to Pilled. So I got to somehow figure that out. By the way, I've got to re release it. Release the scratching. I shall go into it right now. Most people wait till the very end of a broadcast, but mm. I, I know what you were doing with it. So I I, I will forget about it if I don't do it. And then it'll never happen. And I was like, yeah. The family oh, doesn't let you forget once you know. All right. We, we used to tease about getting franked all the time because of, uh, quite frankly, mm -hmm. he would talk about the gold pills, but he would never release the lotto ticket. So it became a family thing. Oh, we got franked again. We got franked again. Fucking Frank. You know, that sort of thing. So um, believe me, we will let you know uh, releasing the lotto. Don't end the stream till you release the lotto and, and the chat will just start going crazy until that lotto gets released now. So see, I won't understand it until you call me Carl because it was always Carl. <laughs> Carl was always the problem in the military. It was always Carl. Shut the fuck up, Carl. Jesus Christ. Shut up. We get it already. Just shut up, Carl. Mm. Carl would always say the dumb shit. I don't know why. All right. Well, speaking of dumb shit, let's listen to some New World Order, New World Order, dumb World shit. Economic Forum, dumb shit. Mm. Yeah, what do they got to say? You know. But uh, Maria, let's. I want to bring it to a little bit of a different aspect with you here because COVID nineteen pandemic <laughs> illustrated also the difficulties and the risks of science denial. And three years into it, we're still having lots of that. And this is such an important issue here, the highlighted importance of science. And I know you're passionate about that. How do you see the situation now? Has it improved or not? Um, I wish it had improved. I am passionate about science and it's an interesting question. Um, perhaps interestingly, 
two of the countries which were most successful in getting good coverage of vaccination based this not at all on getting their citizens to try and understand the signs. One is Bhutan, which, uh, th where they were very successful in preparing a campaign and involved. They asked, they, they were sensitive to the country's needs, to the citizens' needs, involved in informing the religious establishment, and in fact, using them in finding the right time and date. And they got fantastic coverage. No science was explained. The other example I know of um, is Portugal, where the um, campaign was handed to a retired army general. And the army general just treated the country as his troops, and he rallied the troops. He declared it as a war that the country, in patriotic passion, was going to fight together. And they had up there, I think they were leading in Europe, if not the world. So, no science. Let's remember that. Remember that. No science. Wow. No. Zero science. We're not going to uh, just remember that, folks. Zero science. Propaganda no science. only. Propaganda only. No yep. science. <laughs> the places that did best with vaccinations are the ones that didn't tell you what it was going to do to you. They didn't let that information out. What do you know? Uh, this wow. is so fucking stupid. I know. I, I don't know. I, I just. I, I don't know what to say anymore. And but people, we used a war general and he rallied the troops. It, it's about saving each other and saving your country. Yeah, that shit sounds familiar too. Is this, is the World Economic Forum thing still going on or are these just videos no, from they're, it that uh, they're just finally releasing? Well, this is the Council on Formulations. No, that's right. Because they did the World, World Economic, Economic Forum, Forum was last and then week. they this did the Council of Foreign Relations. Relations. Yep. So this is all still going on in Davos right now. Something like that. Yeah. Just making sure, mm -hmm. making sure I understand that mm -hmm. because I didn't I get make, an invite. Look at this fat thing. What, what is this? I got two women here. Uh, what is this ladies? It's not that him. That is Java's sister. It's not, it's not him. That's important in this video. Oh, it's not it. That's important no, no. It's the guy that's going to, that's going to be speaking. Okay. Um, I, I was just wondering, I was just wondering what it was. And guy in a suit on the end. Mm-hmm. In another word for master narratives it's called history <laughs> basically every country creates their own narrative story and and you know my old job at the state department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandaist job we haven't talked about propaganda propaganda i'm not against propaganda every country does it and they have to do it to their own population and i don't necessarily think it's that awful and this idea of a of a of a uh cart news cartel I mean, I, I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election. And I remember, you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost, I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no... I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. The gentleman right there, last question. I don't think you're a hmm. in terms of understanding what happened in the world, because what is happening in America is what I'm, the United States flipped on the global south and in the third world, which we live with for many, many years in terms of a master narrative that 
was was and still is propaganda. You know what? I hate last questions. <laughs> Don't you? I never, I usually just want to end something before the last question. Um, but at any rate, I want to thank this fantastic panel here today. Um, and and I, I do want to say, I actually think, I mean, the talk about optimism. I mean, the optimism is all, is all of you there figuring out how to teach your students about this and using some of the techniques and some of the sources uh, that we've talked about here today. And I hope you're successful. Did, did you all hear what he did? Mm. Did everybody hear what he just did? Mm. That's what we call in the business. That's a bait and flip. Okay. He started, he, if, he, if he saw him, okay, he was sitting there. He asked the guy the question. And of course, he didn't realize, obviously, that he was Jamaican. Okay. And if he knew anything about Jamaican people, like we do, Jamaican people are some of the most based motherfuckers you will ever fucking meet anywhere. Okay? Absolutely. And he called them out on his bullshit. And he said, well, that's, this is the problem is propaganda. And you are the perpetrators of said propaganda. And he turned around and said, I, I, oh, oh. He did that big, oh, I hate last questions. And then he never answered the question. It was a bait and flip. It was a, hi, I see you, but I'm not going to answer your question because you're not worth my time. And then I'm going to act like I'm going to answer your question at the end, but I'm not going to even talk about what you were talking about. And I'm going to say stuff about what we all learned about here today. And then I'm going to walk out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's trained. That's taught. That's how you escape a room. That's how you walk away. You don't walk away mad. You just walk, walk away. away. That's walk it. Away. And that's what he just did. That's all that was. He is a trained bureaucrat. That's what you just witnessed. That is training to the umpteenth extent. Well, don't they learn that in the Ivy League schools? Well, he works for the State Department. He works so. for the State Department. He, he got that trained from the government. Yeah. That shit came straight from the government. That is straight government. This is how you break away from questions you don't want to answer. Okay. That's 101. This woman? I've taught it before. This woman reminded me of you. <sighs> Why are you trying to add estrogen to me all the time? Huh? Oh, oh no. She could give some men some testosterone. Oh. Well, some anger anyway. Just listen. We'll see. I hope she gets loud. Because I don't want to have to turn mm -hmm. Leanna down again. So... <laughs> Anybody heard about Kristen the Piston? Anybody heard about how my father was murdered with remdesivir? Has anybody heard about how the hospital called me and blamed me and my mom because we weren't vaccinated and that was the reason he died? Anybody heard about how they put my dad on palliative care and they never fed him and they starved him to death and they only gave him one can of insure in nine days? Anybody hear about that? Anybody hear about how they put my dad in bilateral restraints, restrained him against his will, and pumped him full of remdesivir against his and his family wishes while they called me and blamed me and told me he was dying because I wouldn't take the vaccine? Has anyone heard the story? Anyone? You heard the story yet? You heard about how my dad was murdered in a worse way than people on death row.
grow or treated more humanely than my father. He wasn't able to use a goddamn phone. Are you listening to me? Everybody, you know, people want me to act all nice about this shit, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. This shit is bullshit. They murdered my father. They injected him with poison. They lied to me. They blamed me. You want me to act normal? Sit here and make videos like everything's okay? So we can watch Rebel News go up to Albert Borla and do nothing? Nothing? Is that what you want? Fuck you! Hey, you know what? I, I, I've been there. I, I, I feel her pain. I understand. You better calm your ass down now. I, 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 I've been there. You, you guys have seen it. I've had those same rants. I've lost my ever living fucking mind right in front of you all. You all saw it. And it, it's, does she remind? Yes. She reminds me of me, but what she's saying is not wrong. She's not losing her mind, but she's not pulling a Karen folks. She's not losing her mind because this little ball of twine pissed her off. She's losing her mind because she watched her father get murdered in front of her. How would you act? And most likely barred from the fucking hospital, wasn't allowed to go there, wasn't allowed to see what was going on, wasn't allowed to be a patient advocate. They literally basically lock the family out and then they want to call her and tell her it's her fault because she's not getting vaccinated. No, no fucking way. Y I you mean, know, there I need to be more anger. There needs to be more people like her speaking out. It, it needs to go far and wide and maybe more people will start waking the fuck up. One of the big things I've been, I've been real hard on and I, I, I know I am. And there is a, <laughs> Believe it or not, you you all keep us in glass boxes after we retire from the military, especially the guys that did what I did. You keep us in glass boxes for a good reason. Because when there's no war going on, we're bad. We're bad for everybody. You don't want us out there. Because we really just don't give a fuck. We, re mm -hmm. we really don't. There's nothing more to be scared of. There's nothing you're going to tell us that's scary. Oh, you're going to put us in jail <laughs> with three meals a day and a cot to sleep what's bad about that right we've lived in worse all right oh you're gonna hamper a little bit of trust me there's not a lot of veterans that are concerned about that but there's a reason you keep us in a glass box it's good too because we should be because the only time you break that is like now the only thing that worried me about what jeremy was saying earlier tonight and i like him i think he's got promise i really do mm -hmm. i think he's got promise one of the things that worried me is he didn't like where we were going with the deep end of this. Like, hey, we don't see a way back from this. We really don't. There's, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I've done a lot of searching, seeing that there's a way that maybe we can make the old man up there happy again, and we can say. Until last night, I thought there was, but now I know there's not. I, I don't really think there's a way. I think we're fucked. I, I think the more and more we see this devil shit going on on TV, the more and more we see kids being exposed to it the worst part about this is there are parents that were on twitter today that i was watching 
defending themselves because they made their kids watch that show the other night during the Grammys. Watch the fucking horned beasts. How could you do that? That is child abuse. As far as I'm concerned, that is fucking child abuse. And you never even raised your, your hand or hit your kid, but you forced your kid to watch that shit. That's child abuse. I don't know about you all. That's my belief. That's fucking child abuse. That's disgusting. And they were on Twitter. Proud, proud, carrying on proud. Of course. It's okay. It's all good. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's not good. None of this is good. And they keep pushing and pushing the normalization. I mean, we went from you didn't hear about Satanists to, hey, they're Satanists to, hey, now there's after school Satan programs. And by the way, women, since you can't get a regular abortion anymore, you can come and have a Satanic ritual abortion. Actually, I saw I, the, are you fucking serious? I, I saw a funny video today. I got to talk about this one because I showed it to her. She didn't find it as funny as I did. I thought it was fucking hysterical. There was a man on Instagram earlier today that I was laughing at. He was crying because he couldn't have a baby and he just gave up. He had been trying and it was just too hard. It was just too hard. He couldn't have a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was fucking rolling. I, I, I really don't understand how you can talk to a leftist and say, um, what, what kind of raccoons are there? Well, there's female and male raccoons. Okay. What kind of deer are there? Well, there's male deer. There's female deer. Okay. So every other fucking species on the planet has female or male, but we have a hundred and how many fucking genders 186 now? and it's still growing. The list is still fluctuating. And Jesus transgendered himself. Yeah, apparently. It, it, well, yeah, they've been saying I, no. that for at least a year. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen some of those videos. With I will three. not. That will never, just so you're all aware, all right, I will never play that again. Hey, he <laughs> had long hair and he wore sandals. Nope, nope, I, mean, nope. I will never, I will never play that, that again. That means he smoked weed, not that he was a transgender, okay? That is... Well, after you're showing us the Miss Universe pageant with the uh, warrior look, look, look. of light for the Ukraine, I'm telling you, that picture behind you is no longer the same for me. Every now and then, I get the warrior of Ukraine pop in my head. No, oh, no. Yes, look, I, yes. I, I can do a lot of things. I can, I, I can deal and tolerate with a lot of things. I can't. However, okay. I will never tolerate that video just so you're aware so you know never to pull it because i will never play it okay it's just not gonna happen okay and if you try to trick me <laughs> i will be very angry not Sometimes. good not so good what would you do to me if i were to send v lynn like two different pastors kind of saying the same thing in a different we wouldn't way play it. wouldn't play it <sighs> but, but you wouldn't see it ahead of time she sets up the show I, yeah i don't it, care I won't play it, it. second it starts. I'll stop it. Yeah. I'll be like, nope, nope. It's not, I won't it's just think about it. All right. I get it. You don't see it my way. And I understand that. I want more people to see it my way. And I know you can't, but if you understood the way I look at it, that's really blasphemous. 
Yes, it way, is extremely blasphemous, and we need to show people way, how they're trying to twist religion because, after all, they don't want but the one world religion now. And though, and though I agree, and though I agree, there's another way we can do it other than playing that again. Okay. I'm not saying I got to go out and kill somebody over it. It's not like that. I'm just saying that it's just really blasphemous. And no, I, I, I just won't, I won't support it. Therefore, I'm not going to give it any airtime. I'm not going to put it on my channel. I'm not going to make other people watch it because I don't agree with it. And I think it's bullshit. This is an opinion show. And a lot of people seem to forget that when you come here and watch this show at night, this is an opinion show. When you go and watch Leanna's show in the morning, that's an opinion show. We bring an opinion. Our opinion is what we believe in. We're real people. I've met her. I know this woman. I have been in her house. She's broke bread with me. We've smoked weed together. Okay? So it's an opinion. And I like her opinion. I've actually liked her opinion for even before I even knew who she was. So there you go. No, and on Lone Ranger at the Miss Universe pageant, the one of the segments they had to wear a costume and uh, the Ukrainian woman dressed up as an archangel. Yes. Which did not put her in good standing with a lot of people. But it. this woman. It, it was an it. Oh, that thing. The shim. Correct. You're right. It was a shim. Um, really? That thing doesn't even hold a candle to this thing because this thing's even crazier because I thought there were Karens and Carl's out there that existed oh my God. in the world. This, this is... one is above board. This is beyond everything that you're prepared for. So do me a favor, take a seat right now. If you're standing and if you're sitting, do me a favor, stand up because I want you to pass out and hit everything on the way down because this is fucking ridiculous. There's no way this is really going on. In our oh, world. oh no, this is really good. This is in New York city. This is so going on in New York city. You are dark, you are unthinkable! What the hell is your problem? You're not even apologizing! I know, Who I don't need you're to. you're a pedestrian! Take it to do whatever you want! You really make me laugh today. That's great! I'm really happy that you get a free coffee show. So is everyone else. You work there illegally. Okay. Are you telling me that you had a green light? No, I'm telling you I was No! Alright, you're right. You work there yeah. illegally? You're right. Yes. Okay, um, the only reason I'm pausing this right now, the only reason I'm pausing this right now is to let you know of a time marker. Right here, she just got knocked the fuck out. Okay. I just, I just punched well, let her it, let it directly the in the, the mouth. The union is starting, so I need you to let this finish. I don't, you broke the law. I don't care what you think. Do you understand what I'm saying? It means nothing to me. I'm not lost it. So just go on with your day and I'll go on with mine. This is all around the block. You've got a different block. No, I live on this block, actually. Yeah.
appreciate it. No, I was just ringing, I was ringing you in to that was the time that I knocked her out. I'm not saying that was the time he knocked her out. I was just saying at that point, I lost my mind and I fucking punched her in the mouth. Right. Anyway. I have my right to fight. We we can disagree. No, we can't disagree. Send me a link to that. And you can still see not um on the fo- uh, right there on on pills yes, every morning TNA v- uh, i think it's show. under liana wilbert it is under yeah, liana yeah wilbert. it shows up as liana wilbert 905 yep. eastern standard time yep check it out it's Maybe. a lot of fun another good show yeah either way fuckers we gotta get the fuck out of here yes, so for myself liana mm-hmm. and of course Feeling. we will see you uh, tomorrow night and tomorrow morning and uh so have a you good night you won't see us tomorrow morning you'll see liana tomorrow morning you'll see, liana you'll tomorrow see us morning. tomorrow night yeah <laughs> so y'all fuckers have a great night and uh we'll see you later you got it thanks for watching good night fuckers y'all are savages
You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out.